Tick tock, tick tock. Guess who's come to smash your clock? Hello, welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends, my better friends, who love professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Ooh, I'm Matt. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm Zach. Hey, hey. Um, and Isai is not with us. I think Isai is in Las Vegas at a bachelor party. Um, getting wild. He sent me a picture of Hattie B's chicken last night. Ooh, Ooh. Vegas. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just hanging out with Mox eating chicken. Yeah, yeah, just eating chicken in the desert, smoking cigarettes. Well, you know what is funny? When I think of Las Vegas, it may, I think of summertime. Mm-hmm. But like that's got to be that. I mean, I've, that's the only time I've ever been to Las Vegas is in the summertime, except for that when we went that one time. That was uh, the summer, May. No, dude, that's uh, spring. That's, that's spring as fuck. In Ve- that's a Vegas summer. In Vegas, it's the summer. But that's what I'm saying. We're like pushing on August uh, right now, and they're over there. It's hot as a fuck out there, dude. Yeah. No. The only time I've ever been to Vegas is in the winter, Ooh. and that was summer. So that sounds beautiful. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's when you gotta go. Yeah, one time I so I went to the the first Fiesta Bowl that BSU won. Oh, the, that one in two thousand seven. Yep. I, oh, dude. Yeah, New, New Year's Day two thousand seven. I went to that. Was fucking nuts, dude. That game it was, was fucking per- crazy, dude. It's pretty fucking wild to be there in person. For I the, bet. Honestly, know, my brother the, was there the, too. The greatest college football game of all time. Um, uh, but um, we drove like drove through Vegas, and it was like seven a.m. Fucking like. December 29th or whatever it was, December 30th or something like that. And it was just like hot. Like, get out of the car. It's like, it's 80 degrees. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Like, no, my brain is ready for it. My brain understands it's December. My skin doesn't understand what's going on out here. <laughs> then we kept going to Phoenix, which was hot. No. I went swim. I went. S- I rang the New Year's uh, swimming outside. That's bonkers. After seeing Third Eye Blind uh, oh. at, at this like New Year's festival, like oh my God. block party thing. Oh, they didn't play at the Fiesta Bowl. <laughs> no, they did not. <laughs> no. No, there was no be. music at that fiesta. Well, that's disappointing. <laughs> well, my my brother he was part of the Blue Thunder band. Oh, so they were there. oh, they were nice. There. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, we had some huge fucking wrestling happen this week. We also had oh, yeah. some big ass wrestling news happen this week. Oh yeah, we we are a professional wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Check out the other shows. <clears throat> I have to say my blurbs. If I don't, then it just feels weird. You got <laughs> it. Well, well, you gotta. Got it. Be, you we are it, proud <laughs> to be a part of the eavesdrop family. Yes. We're proud to sit along yes. shows like Overbooked. Yes. Like Chew Bubblegum Kick Ass. Yes. Uh, like, they're changing the name soon, but yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> but go back and, you know, like me, I fell a little behind. I kept caught up through the episode I was on, and then, you know, right. Why Why listen to something I'm not on anymore? Just kidding. I, yeah, I love it's that like, show. I just, <laughs> I just fell behind. But I've been catching up, listened to a couple couple episodes yesterday just listen to the fog episode mm-hmm. so getting through it it's it's a great show it's a good yeah. time it's a good time yeah mm-hmm. go to jizz.biz find all the fucking shows check out uh this could be gay a show that i helped produce and, and edit and had uh derek's roommate alicia 
mm-hmm. on the last episode. Talking about Ocean Eleven, how Brad Pitt and uh, mm. Matt and George Clooney. I was about to say Matt yeah. Damon. He is in the movie too. Yeah, but he that that's not the pairing. It's definitely <laughs> it's 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 the Pitt and the Clooney. Yeah, <laughs> they should have they should have fucked. Mm. They might have actually. We don't they may know. have. Mm-hmm. Um, I just yeah. had this is inappropriate. Yes. I know this is like what well, we're like five minutes into the the fucking show. What? But if you taking me to the cream Clo- zone? Wait, if Clooney and okay, and forgive me, <laughs> forgive me, everybody. But if Clooney and Pitt were like a, a celebrity couple, they would be called Clit. <laughs> we can move on. We can move on. We can keep going. There was a lot that no, happened. No, 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 no. Let's just talk. Let's let's break this down. I don't want to stay here. I just needed to say it. What about Plooney? Plooney would work, but sounds, everyone would just make fun sounds, of him. Sounds, dir- sounds dirtier. It does. Sounds dirtier than Clip. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it smells like Plooney in there. Oof. A little Peducey. <laughs> exactly, dude. It's the new Peducey. We have to keep moving. Yeah, let's go. Let's talk about wrestling. Should we start? Or should we just get money in the bank? Get, get a talk, talk about it? Oh yeah, started off with a bang. Yeah, pre-show, Usos defeated Dominic and Rey Mysterio. Was not expecting it. No, no. why put that on the pre-show? Especially considering the tag match they put on the regular show. It's like I get it. AJ's probably a bigger draw, but at the same time, like no, come on, that match was like nothing. This one I was actually really fun. Uh, the Mysterios had like a little vid- video before where they came out of a portal. Ooh, that was really cool. Cool. Put that on the main show. Yeah, but it was awesome. And I was not expecting the Usos to win, but it was awesome. Yeah, maybe they're treating the pre-show like something cool. No, this hey. this was just a one-off. Yeah, I mean, it honestly might have been like, hey, first pay-per-view back in front of crowd. Like, let's like really like let's set a statement. It'll be like, hey, the pre-show is worth something. Yeah, like, but yeah, I don't know. But that's a weird way to hype a crowd up is making Rey Mysterio lose. Well, it's like the well, that's true, <laughs> but I like if you're following the story, it's got it's got big implications. Yeah, but like uh, the because like I always picture the pre-show is just something to have going while the you know while people get to their seats and get their fucking beers and whatnot. So it's like, you know, it's just like put on a match that people like the guys who are in it, but it doesn't have to have any stakes or just put one that has major stakes on it, I guess. Yeah. Just no sloppy stakes. No sloppy stakes. Um, Eat them as fast as you can. The, um, but yeah, so and the Usos are, are champs now. We've got to see a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, Roman was proud of them. Yeah. Which is nice. He's a mm-hmm. proud papa. Proud boy. Uh, Not a proud boy. <laughs> yes, Roman around Reigns probably. That's the next evolution of this heel turn. Dear yeah. God, yeah. Dude, God, oh my God, Roman Reigns with a proud boy haircut, oh, like bleach blonde. Ugh, I don't like it. Ugh, it hurts my eyes. Um, yeah. Money in the Bank ladder match for a women's championship match contract. That is so wordy. Um, we had Alexa Bliss. We had Asuka. We had Liv Morgan. We had Naomi. We had Natalia. We had Tamina. We had Zelina Vega. We had Nikki Ash. A-S-H. Sorry. Nikki A-S-H. <laughs> it's definitely A-S-H. They don't say Ash. No. Um, this was fun. Uh, Alexa uh, tried to hypnotize Zelina for a second. She successfully hypnotized Zelina uh, for was, a second, but it was, was the kind dumbest. Of, I, 
I was into it. I'm with you. I'm with you that I think the idea is fun, but if we're trying to have a sense of purpose to why, like, because it happened, my fear was that this was how Alexa was going to win the match. Yeah. So yeah. when it I happened thought- so early, when it happened so early in the match, I was like, okay, whatever. But like, because she's up there, and you would think it would serve a purpose to like hypnotize someone, Zelina, walk down the ladder so she could grab it. But it seems like the only way to work is if she also went down the ladder. So you're not helping yourself out. Yeah, it's just it was like look silly. copycat stuff, not like exactly. actually hypnotizing. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. But it's a fun spot. It's a fun spot, but it was like, I, what are we I, doing? I, I, I do got to sit. So like the beginning of the match, like, you know, the whole like Alexa, like just like being cash, standing on the ropes and then like. Oh, she was scary. Um, it, it was, it was so goofy, but then. It was so satisfying when Oscar just German suplexed her into hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? And ju- just ended it. The thing that I like about this the most is Alexa's commitment to it. She is not phoning oh, yeah. it in. She is playing it up. Um, I did see a sign that said from a dude that said, I want to go to your playground, Alexa. That was scary and creepy. Yeah, that's bad. They yeah, should have banned that, like that sign. Yeah. <laughs> that's a sign that shouldn't Take be allowed. Take playground. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, well, hey, unless, did we see, was it a child? I don't think was so. A child with a sign? I don't think so. I, okay, mm. never mind. All right, we'll have to run it back. If it was a kid, it changes everything. That's true. That's true. If, but if it's a kid, just, like, just go to a playground. Yeah. Like, but it, you're allowed. Go to Alexa's playground. Yeah, they want to go to a spooky playground. Hmm getting near halloween time yeah that's not (laughs) um but nikki ended up winning there were all that was everyone was brawling on the ladders and she was just like well you guys are dumb and just Mm -hmm. snuck past them all got it off it was great yeah i was really surprised it was like even when, when we were doing the the preview episode it was just like yeah it really didn't cross my mind even though she's had a lot of these like fun moments and it's it, uh, it's clear that Vince is like is a big fan of the character. We talked about how he's always wanted a Mighty Mouse character, and this one's getting over. But like, yeah, it was just such a feel good moment when she won that mm. match. Yeah. It was just like, oh, they're gonna do something fresh. Like, mm. I don't know. So it, yeah, it, it was awesome. And like, then you know, we can fast forward to the ni- next night a little bit. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. she yeah. cashed in on on Charlotte after Charlotte beat Rhea mm-hmm. at Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One thing, uh, Charlotte. Should just take vacation uh, after Money in the Bank because three out of the four uh, years that we've had a, a women's Money in the Bank, Charlotte has gotten cashed in. On. <laughs> yeah, yeah, huh? <laughs> um, which is partially the fact that she's a fourteen-time champion now. Um, so they're just trying to run up the numbers. Yeah, so yeah she's she's the, like I've said it for a while, and it's just even more obvious now. Like she's gonna break the the her dad's record, not Cena. I um, I like that. Yeah, Cena's not gonna have another championship. Right, he, I think he will, I think he will have one more. Okay, okay. Before the end of his career, um, uh, like I think he will break Ric Flair's record, but it won't be the record anymore. Okay, okay. Like he, mm. he will have the men's record. Okay, but Charlotte will have the the overall. Oh, okay, okay. And Ric Flair will just have those fucking car commercials. Yep. With uh. Woo. Uh, but yeah, it was it was cool. I'm glad Nikki won. Uh, I'm. Excited to see how long she has the title because I don't know how it's, long it'll, it'll be. be. Yeah, mm. that's it. It's we're very much in a place of like 
have no idea what the fuck's gonna happen. Yeah. But could just be SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I hope Survivor Series, you know. Like I don't I don't foresee them get letting her have it much longer than that, unless this like goes over super well. We'll see. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's just that everything has changed now that we're consistently back in front of fans. Mm. Because it's like they I mean that the crowd went fucking nuts for her. Mm-hmm. And then when she when she yeah cashed in on charlotte the next night the everyone went fucking nuts and so i i don't know yeah it seems like they have no real reason to take it off of her especially because like summer always feels like try stuff yeah exactly it's just kind of biding time Mm -hmm. because there's like so much other shit going on but like this summer is different right now just because like the fans being back live, live sports yeah yeah it's like this is now like the biggest moment they've had in a minute. Like this SummerSlam is already shaping up to be like WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's probably. that's how they're promoting it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and it is shaping yeah. up to be such. And this this also made me realize about Nikki. Like, I've never put this thought together before, but she is like so much like Mick Foley in a lot of ways. Like, I don't expect her to have the title for long. But I hope that she gets it at least like one or two more times, you know, as like whenever they really need a feel good moment, it's always going to feel good. Like Mm -hmm. her winning like that, that pop for her, like when she won the money in the bank and then when she cashed in, were both huge. Mm -hmm. Like those were both really similar to the fucking put butts in seats. Mm-hmm. McFoley uh, championship win. Mm-hmm. Like it just felt good. Like and then to see like the reaction online from like fellow wrestlers and people in the industry. Yeah. You universal. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely universal. Everyone's like loves Nikki Cross. Yeah. Like er- everyone does. And then seeing like you know from like her husband, you know, fucking Killian Dane, big big demo. Big like demo. He like his genuine, just like absolute support of her and stuff. Even though like he like recently was like go by this company uh-huh. and stuff, and just like just everyone, every single in every single company that's ever had dealings with her, were like tweeting about how like excited they were for her. Yeah. Well, it's it's crazy. Like when I, I mean, it's such a turnaround. Where even when this when this character was unveiled, I my eyes rolled into the back of my skull and I was like there what she's a fucking superhero and then it's like oh it was her idea like okay like that's interesting oh she's getting a lot of input on what the character is doing like okay that's cool and so to get to see this be a thing that actually gets fleshed out and developed from her when like the introduction to her was I thought as badass as she could get mm-hmm. insanity which was like which is still you know probably the most badass but like the this has gotten like it just it it's just very genuine, well, and to see that it gets over with the crowd, and to see that they put the title on her for however long, it is a super feel good. And in the women's division, there's no right little girl role model. There's Bailey's Bailey's been a heel for a long time. Um, Rhea is a badass. Um, Charlotte's mean. Um, Sasha's mean. Um, yeah, that's true. There's not a really a Bianca. A Bianca's of- close. I think Bianca no, Bianca is, is but, but it's not like a little But like a superhero. Like, like that's a different that's the thing that yeah. can really like fucking. Bailey appealed to children. Bianca appeals to everyone. Including children. But yeah. Nikki Ash is is the new space jam. But she's better it's, than the new it's space for jam. kids. But I'm I'm hyped. It's good. It rocks. <laughs> uh, Victoria's P I G. 
Um, AJ Styles and Omos beat the Viking Raiders. Um, I was smoking a cigarette during this match, so uh... it was it was solid. Like it was, I thought the most solid Viking Raiders match we've had. Like I do I mean, like they had, the they were gone for a long time, but like man, looking back on like War Machine matches from like New Japan and shit, like this is the closest we got to see them do some stuff like that again. So. Yeah, I like I like the team of AJ and Omos too because it's like their dynamic is very much AJ carries the match and then sets up these moments for big man to be big and it's like i like that i'll I'll tolerate it for a while i maintain that of the two tag team matches this this one absolutely could have been on the pre-show oh yeah yep but like uh yeah it was fun it was fun and i do i love it i wish they were still like i I don't know i hope i hope this is the beginning of like uh, a new era where the viking raiders get to kind of bring out war machine a little more yeah bring out some don Cheadle. Bring out the dawn. <laughs> uh, Bobby Lashley beat Kofi Kingston uh, for the Pretty championship. Mm-hmm. Kofi is the best way to make you look like a monster, huh? It, it yeah. Cer- well, it, it cer- he's certainly good at that. He's um, yeah. Um, it lasted like what a couple minutes longer than his seven Lesnar. Seven minutes. Yeah. Um, maybe. T- 30 seconds of which was competitive. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I thought it was great piece of storytelling mm-hmm. that, you know, hopefully they follow through on because, you know, there, there's the Lesnar thing, which we, a lot of rumors about Lesnar coming back to face Lashley. So if that happens now, they've you know, like set that up. We're like, we Kofi, both killed Kofi. Yeah. yeah. And like, we both dominated Kofi. <laughs> we both dominated um, this little guy. Yeah, um, and then and everyone you know, loves and wants to see succeed. You know, when we, with the result we got in the men's money in the bank too. Right, there's there's some, there's some well, storytelling there. Yeah, um, and yeah, like well, and also the story is Bobby was getting soft. Kofi told right. him that, and so Kofi's the reason Kofi got his ass kicked. What mm-hmm. and Kofi? Yeah, it's Kofi woke up the fucking lion. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. Yeah, so I, I, I'm with you. Like, I think from a storytelling standpoint, it's. I think this is a better story than if it was a really competitive match. Mm-hmm. It just does. Like, I, 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 myself, and I think everybody who is a big fan of Kofi would just have hoped that this would have kind of been a a bit of like um, uh, a a moment where he can kind of get another shot at like having a big title match that we that Brock kind of took from him to look super powerful, but it's not what we got. Kofi, you know, I just hope these guys are, uh, I hope these guys are, I hope Kofi's getting big checks and, and people in the back are like, yeah, man, you're really fucking making everyone look good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, Lashley is a cool champion. I, during the Sami Zayn feud and all that, mm. I wouldn't have expected Bobby Lashley to be in this pick, this position ever. Back when, when uh, Leo uh, Leo Rush was having Bobby show off his ass to everybody, yeah, yeah, Lashley, <laughs> show everyone your butthole. I, I forgot. I completely, I completely forgot, forgot he, about that. Yeah, when he just bent just, over for everybody, just yeah, weeks showed out, hole for a couple weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like I, 
I don't. I, I like dominating Lashley. I and, like Lashley as a dominator. Yeah, and I love Kofi, and I want the world for Kofi. Exactly. But like, Every, yeah. I like that they're running with Lashley because after him beating Drew, I never thought he was going to be a cool champion, and he is. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Yeah, like yeah, for sure. Story wise, excellent. Does make you just. You, I just. I hope Kofi gets it at some point. Yo, yeah. Which he kind of already did. I mean, he. You know, he got his Kofi Mania shot, but I think everyone's ready for a part two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, Charlotte Flair uh, beat Rhea Ripley. This match was insane. This match was as bad as all their other matches for the first <laughs> half, and then amazing for the second half. Yeah. Well, the whole like. The way that I don't know if I've ever seen a crowd turn the way that this crowd turned. They were chanting, we want Becky, we want Becky. And then it turned into this is awesome. And they mm-hmm. they like flipped them. And yeah. it was Yeah. It was, it was fascinating. Really <laughs> like it really, really was. Be- but uh Hi Anya. Um it say was hi, Anya. <laughs> She says hi. Um, it was, yeah, it was really, really cool. Cause like the, yeah, like you were saying, Zach too, it's like, they just haven't connected like that. They haven't had that chemistry and it's yeah. cool to watch that happen in real time where something just clicks and maybe it was the fan, you know, and it, maybe it was being able to wrestle in front of a large group of people getting to like feed off that reaction. Um, but whatever it was, it totally did. And it, mm-hmm. it is a fascinating look at watching thousands of people would be like no actually this is this is the match we we, we want to see yeah yeah mm. and like charlotte's good charlotte's <laughs> so when she good won the title i did feel like i wasn't going into the match i was like i don't want another charlotte title oh playing. i was like get the, the fuck off Rhea. <laughs> but when she won it i was like that was the right call Rhea, and then obviously the next night it changed but yeah still. Rhea is I hope as a chaser she can be better. She's just boring. I think like put her in a fun tag team or something. Just give us another tag team is re- death for a wrestler. I don't know. Get a, give us another. I know, especially on like Raw, but especially like, in the women's division. But it's like give us another opportunity to get to know Rhea, where she's not this like dominating force. Turn her like that's turn her real bad. Like make her bad. Cause that's yeah, what works. Have her set someone have her set someone's house on fire. Yeah, no, that's a, no, face, that's a move. face move. Yeah, that's a baby face move. Oh, okay, yeah, good call, good call, good call. <laughs> um, money in the bank ladder match for the dudes. We the had boys match. we had Drew. We had America's Moist Wanted, John Morrison, <laughs> Kevin Owens, King Nakamura, Biggie, Ricochet, Riddle, and uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, I didn't expect John Morrison and Seth Rollins to be best friends. Yeah, they just teamed well, up throughout the match. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 the drip guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They they are the most Drippy fashionable, boys. and uh, it, it makes sense for them to team up. I I want there to be a. I honestly I wouldn't mind if there was a story where Seth and John just start getting along so well, and the Miz just gets so jealous. And everyone's like, Miz, you have children and a family. Why <laughs> this bromance thing? You should really be focusing your energy elsewhere on right, maybe helping your your family. And he's just like, no, no. And then John keeps hanging out with Seth. And then he then he stops. Uh, he goes to he stops wrestling for a minute to go work on his TV show. And he's like, honestly, go- a Seth and John tag team. 
would be insane, insufferable, and perfect. Mm, I would watch it. If the t-shirt was design was right enough, I might even buy it. Yeah. But it probably wouldn't. It would just be, be. all flames, it'd be, it'd be like his flame yeah. suit, and it would just say, um, what's Seth's, like, title? What's his thing? What's his name? Well, he was the Monday Night Messiah at one point. Oh, America's there. Moist Messiahs. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, no. That's awful, but I love it. America's moist messiah. Just two wet two wet Jesuses. <laughs> Dude, two wet Jesuses would be a fun name too. Yeah. I yeah. Um there were cool spots in this match. I don't remember oh much about I, it. I thought it was just like if someone was like Honestly, if, it's, if somebody was like, I've never watched wrestling, I've never watched a money in the bank match, what's it all about? I think this is like a textbook good money in the bank match where it's just like there's constantly some sort of action going on there's constantly some sort of story being told um but like it just felt to me that the match just felt like it flowed so well and it was yeah. just so full of like fun spots and nobody that i can remember off the top of my head looked like they got nearly gravely injured and no one looked dumb trying to get the briefcase either from what yeah. i remember that's no, really that's that a thing I've always hated in ladder matches and like especially this where like they're grabbing it and the person's late and they're just like still they're just like fumbling with it and it's like it. god damn it just win just tell yeah, Vince honestly, to like, fuck off and win yeah what happened just win <laughs> just win see what what are they gonna do maybe yeah. make you lose it the next night <laughs> uh but yeah it um it was cool Biggie won which. What a moment. My what a fucking moment. The second that the Kofi Bobby match was first, my dream didn't happen. However, there's a bigger dream coming. Um, so let's skip to Raw real quick. Do we is there more about this match? Let's talk about it. Was, it. Sorry. Well, I skipped. No, no. There, I mean there was there was there was just a lot of cool shit. I it was one of those moments where like um or one of those matches too where you kinda I felt like it potentially has helped maybe ricochet hop out of a, a slump he was in at least as far as like you got so he had so many impressive moments when like i remember who shoved the ladder over that he was on and he just like hopped onto the top rope and then like <laughs> somersaulted out of the fucking ring over into yeah. everybody oh and didn't like, he's had so many fun ass moments and kevin went through a ladder kevin went through a ladder <laughs> kevin looked like the only one who might have been actually like fucked up from that match but when big e uh, was it him and Rollins who were climbing together and Biggie hit the, the big ending on him? Yeah, from yeah. the ladder. Yeah. From the ladder. That was like, it was such a, this whole sequence was like, you know, I don't know. It was wild because they were like climbing up the ladder. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I want Biggie to win. He starts setting up the big ending. I'm like, no, that's going to blow his chance. But it was just a whole spotlight to show how big, how badass Biggie is. Mm-hmm. I thought, how in the world did he not dislocate his fucking shoulder doing that off of there? Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, but he did it. He fucking landed, landed it on fucking Seth, and he climbed back up, grabbed the fucking briefcase. He got emotional. The world got emotional. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. Yeah. Um. So on Raw, Keith Lee shows up to fight Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley's like, I'm back. I'm badass. I'm not soft. Uh. And then he's like, open challenge on your on that ass. And then fucking Keith fucking Lee hometown hero former te- well not former texan texan Keith former texan 
te- <laughs> Texan Keith Lee comes out in a Texas town. Big time. Yep. Big time. Big excitement. He loses, whatever. Uh, then Goldberg comes out. Bom, bom. Do you know do you know who Biggie's dream match is? It's Goldberg. That's that's true. He did say that. Mm-hmm. He did say that because he likes he likes when just meat slaps and on meat. Mm-hmm. But fuck, you know what I mean? He might. I, I could see him turning that match into a triple threat. That's what that I could see. That would be fine. It would make the it would, the only way it would make me excited about it, <laughs> and it would make it would make Big E look like you know I don't because I don't think of him as like a sneaky opportunist. No, he does seem like someone who's like I'm gonna cash in. I want to be a part of this. Like I'm gonna make this my moment. He's that kind of dude. Not like wait till everyone gets the well, shit kicked out of him and then comes in. And I, I could be wrong, but I feel like if he cashes in, it's a win for him. I'd hope so. Yeah, I'd hope so because it's not gonna be Goldberg, right? Because Goldberg's on like a fucking two match contract. Yeah. So unless they sign him for more, yeah, he's. That's good. my whole thing. Was like we haven't. Oh, we'll get to it later. We'll get to it later. Okay. But yeah. I would love that if it was a triple threat match. It's the only actually way that I would enjoy it. Probably even a little bit. Mm-hmm. Except that means it would be a, a three minute triple threat match. Unless they, unless Goldberg would, gets real tired and they let him yeah, rest. Goldberg just gets to, gets to sleep for half of it. And then yeah. we have the actual match while he's out catching his breath. And his son does dabs. But how cool would it Not be if Big E pinned Goldberg? It would be great. Oh, incredible. It would be so great. It would be a great moment. Because uh, otherwise, like, we've seen... We haven't... Even though we haven't seen Lashley versus Goldberg, I feel like we've seen Lashley versus Goldberg. <laughs> we've seen... Yeah. I mean, Lashley, the biggest comparison to him is Brock, and he's not Brock, but... He's not, he's not Brock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we've seen Brock Goldberg, right? That was a thing. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was so, a, which is kind of a really like good a, match, but but that's the thing. And but but you, I think even if you toss Lashley versus Brock, one of them is clearly a more fucking entertaining. Like well, Lesnar has gonna... that thing where he'll just fucking pick you up and toss you around. <laughs> yep, and then like you Lashley's a little bit more of like a competitive athlete. Yes, where where Brock is like a prize fighter that you just have to like withstand or like outsmart kind of a thing. Yeah. But they're Unless both going to yeah. do the spear and bunk heads. I want to see that spot so bad. I know it's And they ex- both come back and they're like a little bit shorter cuz their necks are short. <laughs> I know it's extremely dangerous and really stupid. I can see Trent doing it with someone. Um they they they've done it before. It is a terrifying spot. Yeah. Like I mean it would it, I would want it to be gimmicked and it would look bad, but <laughs> if there was a way that no one would get injured if they if two people went for a spear and bonked heads, I would love it. We just know that Goldberg cannot pick up either of these boys. No. no. So it's just gonna be spear match. <laughs> a spear and a spear. Yeah. Spear on a spear How about match. we do Lashley Goldberg versus Edge and Roman in a spear tornado tag spear match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who it's else? Like first person Who to else fucking first person does the spear. spear. Um, Apollo, Apollo could have one of his uh, his actual literal spears. <laughs> yeah, Rhino. Bring back Rhino. Did Rhino do a spear? Yeah, it was yeah. The gore. Oh yeah, because he was a football player. Right? Is a, a spear an ex-football right, player like, move? Is that why? It's, it's like one of the, it's like it's like because it's one of the ones that they like already kind of know. <laughs> yeah, I I never got why Edge 
has a spear. It's so <laughs> I, I hate his spear so much. Yeah, it kind of just looks I like he's always going it. for like a low hug. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, Roman Reigns versus Edge, thirty-three minute match. You know that's what Roman does. He does a long match, which yeah. I understand and I appreciate. I'm not knocking a long Roman match. This one, I just doesn't do it for me. It may have just been the length of it. I don't know. I mean, I, it's yeah. when you know what's going to happen, except there were a couple points where I was like, oh, is Edge getting this? There were t- like a couple points where I was like, they're doing this now? This is stupid. But it's like, no. <laughs> yeah. Edge, like, I mean, it, Edge is great. The match itself was, they did a great job wrestling each other. Yeah. I was kind of surprised when Seth came out. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because so. the story backstage as it's going along is Seth feels that this should have been his match from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Edge fucked him out of it. Mm-hmm. And then Seth got fucked out of the Money in the Bank match. So it wasn't like he was out there trying to be buds with Roman. He was just out there because he was fucking pissed off at Edge. Yeah. And so, you know, but it's just like, this is your main event of like a pretty fucking big pay-per-view. And you're going to give us like a, like a, a turd ending. Mm-hmm. I, I, it left me feeling a little bleh until after the match, of course. Yeah. Then after the match, so Roman Roman's, take- Roman is celebrating. And then we hear the yabba dabba, the yabba dabba do. John Cena comes out. John Cena. Yeah. And it's so weird. What I what I love so much is like people like Brady and people like Isai who have been Brady was hyped on John Cena showing up. Like that either shows how bad WWE is or how much stock John Cena has gained in himself. That right. this person who hates the WWE was and hated John Cena because of how he was booked um, and how he wrestles. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, like, I mean, Cena is, an, is a wrestling icon, you know, potentially the last, you know, big, great American wrestling icon. Yeah. But like... Uh, Dude, I when he when that music popped, like I fucking clutched my couch, like oh god, and I was like half expecting it. Yeah, and but I still like, but I it just I fucking exploded. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, well, I didn't expect him to come back at Money in the Bank. I expected him to be in the build for SummerSlam, which he is. But like, I expected it a little bit down the line. And so him mm. showing up, he's was on SmackDown. He was on Raw. He is working fifteen days. Like, yeah, he's yeah. not. He's back. Like, it's part he's time. Not it in. It's part time, but he's back, and he's also doing great. Uh, I'm excited for the story because of the whole like the last time him and Roman had a thing. He's like, bro, you got to learn how to talk if you're gonna do this. He's like, yeah, you're not good oh, yeah. enough to be me. And now Roman is good enough to be him. Yeah. And, and I like how, like on Raw, you know, he's like kind of giving his, his uh, and I, I haven't seen it, I haven't seen SmackDown yet, but like uh, yeah, on Raw he comes out and he's saying basically why he's coming back, you know, and obviously he has a lot of fan service and everyone's going crazy for it. You love to see John Cena in that role. Uh, and then he just basically says like, I'm going to, I'm back because Roman's just a fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. And, and I'm going to beat him. Like, Zach, you do your impression of him being all monotone all the time. Uh, correct. I do that very much. But he is so good at talking. 
really is. It's like, the craziest <laughs> thing because at this point, I'm so used to like press junket John mm-hmm. that it's just like, which is exactly a uh, 100% caricature that Zach does. Uh-huh. It's like that John of just like, I, I am promoting something. I, I am professional. I should, I'm so sorry, China, that I upset you. And <laughs> now I have to go back to wrestling. But like, uh, when he's when he's in the ring, it like that. I think is what's so exciting, especially now because it's like, it's 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 WWE. Mm-hmm. John. It's big match, John. It's like this guy's cocky. He fucking. You, it looks like he's about to drop another rap on that ass. Yep. And like, well, and apparently on SmackDown, <laughs> Roman Reigns at the end of the show was talking about John Cena, and he's like, "Yeah, he went and he did all these movies. I thought he was gonna come back and be different." It's the same John Cena from 2009, and he said all these things, and apparently he ended it by saying, it's like having sex in the mission, it's like doing the missionary position every night. And he yeah, paused. Roman said that. <laughs> yeah, Ro- Roman, Roman compared John Cena to only having missionary sex on SmackDown last night. Oh my, all I hear is like... That is uh, insane. I just hear, hey Roman, I have a, uh, I have a line for you. <laughs> Talk about sex. Vince Russo wrote that line. Just that one line. <laughs> yeah. It just, it seemed, it's like, it was the most Paul Heyman line. But, like, I mean. It rocks, honestly. I'm in. Hey, you know what? It, John was, it Cena, was really good. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is good. It is, it's a funny line. Yeah. Um, I, I'm stoked. I mean, 15 dates. I mean, there's not, there's sure, there's sure as shit ain't 15 weeks till SummerSlam, so it's like, is he gonna be on every show? Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, unless he's booked a little bit after SummerSlam, he could be too. He has, I think, until no, like October or November until his next movie starts filming. So, yeah. So I mean, that would be cool. I but it's it, same, it's I, it would be him. cool with if John like does this thing with Roman, and then builds other people too. That's what I yeah. think is might yeah. happen. Like has a cup has a couple dream matches and then we'll see you uh, later. especially with what uh, happened on SmackDown last night. Mm-hmm. Um, honest, like honestly, I'd love to see him have a match with Big E. Mm-hmm. Like, right. uh, like have it beat like Big E step up to John Cena saying, "Hey, like I understand that like holding this briefcase means that like I have the opportunity to be the next guy and like." To you know, to beat the be the man, you got to beat the man, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like have him step up to John Cena and, John, and like have it be a match out of respect. Yeah, like, that'd be sick. Also, like with what happened on SmackDown, so can jump to that. Yeah, let's just go. Uh, Cena Cena called out uh, Roman, and uh, Paul Heyman came out and did uh, the most entertaining Paul Heyman shit I've seen in a long time and just sang John Cena's theme. <laughs> uh, which did if, he, if you haven't seen it, just did he rap it too? No, he just went doo, 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 <laughs> dancing up and down yeah. the like aisle, Hell yeah. and including <laughs> that beginning trill thing, which I'm not going to try to do. Hell yeah, dude! At the beginning of the song, Paul Heyman did it perfectly. <laughs> like it's he did it absolutely perfectly, and then just danced like up the aisle and then back through the like into Gorilla doing it. It was so funny and so Fuck good. Hell um, yeah! Uh, so by the end of the night. Uh, Roman uh, rejected Cena's challenge. <laughs> said no. Um, <laughs> yeah. To which uh, Finn Balor answered ooh, 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 the challenge. The Prince. So Prince came out. Um, he had a match earlier in the night against Sami Zayn, where he's a little like he's 
He's a little too close to happy smiling Finn for me, uh, but there were some there were some signs. Did he did he wrestle Prince. like he did in NXT or did he do his three spots and call it good? No, it was a little bit of both. Like it was like the three big spots, you know, and stuff. Like it wasn't a full on sling blade, Prince. sling blade. Well, <laughs> I saw a picture too. He was he was wearing like he was wearing his blue trunks, right? That's happy mm. that's happy boy Finn trunks. Yeah, but he did do some finger guns at, at Sammy and, and did some two sweets and stuff. And, and like, like, he's a little bit of both at the moment. Putting him back on the main roster, you can't book him as a heel yet. No, like, he's just going to get a face pop. Yeah. But, oh, like, yeah. I just hope that he shows that nasty, like, Prince side of him in oh, this against feud with Roman. Roman. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, yeah. obviously, he's not going to win. Yeah. But, like, Finn, even though, like, He's since had a rematch for that title that he that he never lost. You know, like he lost a match to Brock, right? Um, for it, but he can still always say, "I never lost this title." Like, yeah, he yeah. Can, he and like he can always claim that yeah, until, he, yeah, until he wins it again. He always kind of has that built-in sort yeah. of excuse. Um, yeah, I, yeah. So I'm guessing is there a pay-per-view before SummerSlam? No. So I'm. Um, so I'm I'm, it it might be, you know, that we just get this between then and like now and then. Makes or, sense because like Fox has been kind of all over their ass, right? About like getting good, mm, like we need ratings up. Yeah, like, that's a fucking that'll get me to tune in. Yeah, yeah. So like we'll see if like how the Cena thing shakes out. Like if they do it, if they surprise us and be basically be like, oh no, John's around for a little bit extra, and like do it at Survivor Series or something, or like. But you'd assume that'd be that the SummerSlam match, so we'll yeah. probably just get Finn in the meantime. But that that'll be sick. I hope we also get Cena and Finn. Like, yeah. Oh. Do you yes, know that'd be that'd be sick? So I listened to a recap of SmackDown. Um, I'm very invested in this Baron Corbin storyline. Yes. I was just about to say we got get Baron Corbin versus Cena. That's what I was gonna say. What if, <laughs> what if they do that, and that's how Baron Corbin gets back on top? He beats Cena, and then Cena's like, "Yeah, I'll loan you some money, bud." Because everything started going downhill for Baron when Cena cost him his uh, money in the bank. <laughs> when, <laughs> Cena, when, that. when Cena so called it, him a skinny fat dumpster skinny fire. Fat dumpster fire. Skinny fat just... dumpster. <laughs> Early on in our podcast history, that when <laughs> that was when, when the skullet was abs- still around absolutely clowned Baron mm-hmm. like in that match I would yeah like it seemed like Baron shoot pissed him off like I would love like true babyface Corbin which is what they're doing I mean they're teaming him with Kevin Owens mm-hmm. he they're so, like him and Kevin are buds I guess we're just talking about Smackdown and not Raw Der- yeah well, D- Derek <laughs> give us a little bit of background uh what's going on with Corbin then For maybe somebody who's not familiar oh he um lost all his money um, he is sad. He has to eat canned spaghetti. He always yeah, spills it on his shirt. Spaghetti stain shirt on his yeah. He got his canned spaghetti stain uh, on his shirt. Rick Rick Boogs took his car to auction. Is that when it started? It well, it was, the, it was all about the crown when Shinsuke stole his crown. Yeah. Um, he lost money on um his GoFundMe because the dude who was running it bailed. <laughs> Bailed and sold his identity. Um, it's all his credit cards are canceled. Dude, his um, hair's growing back. Like he got shot in the dick by Shotzi's tank. Yeah. Oh man! But him and him and Kevin are like he like uh, appealed to Kevin. Kevin. Gave him money and then like, Kevin well, gave him money. Then fucking Dolph stole it from him. 
But like, I like. What if he? What if he pulls this off? Like, Dude. this is the Corbin we've always wanted. This is he has that cool move. Of course, <laughs> he's not what? great in the ring, but he's um. A thing I used to think about Corbin is that he kind of had an ego. Like, yeah, he was the company guy. He did whatever he was told, but he puts dog food on people. He's the best. Even though he's shitty, the best, he's still the best. Mm. And now he's like, he's at his lowest and he's selling it and he's sad. And he, I mean, this is all without watching it, but I can feel it you, when I listen you just to look it. At, I'm yeah. looking at a picture of, of him from last night. You can tell he's going he's going all in. Like yeah. he, he kind of mm. seems I'm with you that like Baron is like, oh great, another fucking ex football dude who's now a wrestler. That's awesome. He's not even that good. He has one cool move. But like seeing how throughout all of this he's really committed to pretty much everything they've given to him. Yeah. Uh like he's done his best. Whether it's good mm. or not isn't like <laughs> that's debatable but like he's definitely given his all to whatever they ask him to do yep and, like remember when awesome. they blamed raw's bad ratings on him <laughs> like kind of like actually kind of did too yeah <laughs> Even like, they put him in that position because the ratings were so bad like it's yeah exactly like when he was he, the constable mm-hmm. god that oh. man's that man's career trajectory is He's one so of those. Strange. It's one of those guys, though, that in five years, like he probably won't be wrestling much anymore because he's like he's getting pretty gray. Yeah. But like, uh, he, I think he'll just be a beloved character. Yeah. Uh, as as long as he doesn't fucking turn out to be an asshole. Yeah. Which it seems like he's he's not. It seems like he's like maybe like a tiny bit of an asshole in the way that like a lot of like jocks stick up are. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But. But in the same way that, like, he's that asshole that a lot of people, that you still kind of like, you know? Yeah. Like, people yeah, like, like not... giving him shit. Yeah, yeah, he seems like the friend that always just gets shit on. Yeah. We also didn't talk about uh, Money in the Bank was sponsored by Applebee's. And oh my God. there was a commercial. So, the first time I saw it, I thought he was, like, the host. He's not. Well, that's when Pete... It was when Pe- right when they aired that is when Peacock's fucking app started yeah. going nuts. I know. So we're just getting these like little glimpses of like what's Baron doing in this Applebee's? Yeah, separated but, from everybody else. But they showed it again, and apparently all of the wrestlers were fighting, and he was like, he looked over, and he's like, a uh, table for one, please. So he was just mm. a customer, missed but then, opportunity. But, but no, what they, but they, yeah, they just cut out the part where it's like, Baron, you can't just be a server here and ask for a table of one. You have to do the table you're assigned to. Like, um, the the next commercial should be him now down like down on his luck and having to work there. Getting a job. Oh, like he gets that table of one and he eats his meal, but like he lost his wallet, so he has to be in the back doing dishes to like pay mm-hmm. it off or something. God, if if they go I mean he has to know about that. He has to know that joke exists. Oh. I know, like, I think I even saw him at, like, respond yeah. to some of them back in the day. That you know? I, I'm pretty sure it didn't, I, like, because when he was wearing that vest, I'm pretty sure Finn Finn said he looked like he was working at an Applebee's. Well, and didn't they like have that. a restaurant match or something weird? Or was that just in our heads? I don't know, man. <laughs> sometimes sometimes wrestling, talking about what has happened in the past couple of years in wrestling feels like a fever. <laughs> I mean, we have been talking for four years on this podcast it's about wrestling. It's true. Like, I'm... And we've we've dedicated a lot of time to talking about Baron Corbin. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we have. I would like to know 
what wrestler what wrestler we talk the most about like what like if you watch, gotta be brawn if you watch a movie and there's like screen time and you can count the screen time Mm. i would like to know which wrestler we've devoted the most time to gotta be brawn brawn is right up there for sure brawn and honestly baron because like think about how consistently he's been part of like the a storyline i got i got reminded of some like an entire era of baron like like baron's gimmick that i totally forgot about remember (coughs) when he had a faction that included Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre as oh, his goons. Yeah. yeah. Oh my! Wasn't it like the the Hounds from Hell or something like that? Oh, it's Hounds of War. Something like that. Oh. Something like that. Yeah. Like he had Drew and Bobby as his goons. Yeah. What the fuck? And now that's wild. That is insane to think about. Yeah, it's weird to think about how much fucking Drew was a goon for a while. So what happens when you get called up from NXT. Yeah, I, or so, when you get fired and go back. One of the things from SmackDown that I'm excited to go back and watch too is it sounds like Seth cut a pretty classic promo. It sounds like he because mm. they're setting up Seth versus Edge, obviously after Seth cost Edge the match uh, at at fucking Money in the Bank, and it seems like Seth is just fucking firing on all cylinders. Well, yeah, he's gonna burn it down. Yeah, but it's like. Yeah, it's ra- but but it's weird because like Edge right now is a, is like supposed to be a heel, right? Is this gonna be a heel versus heel or is Seth? No, just he's work- a, no Edge is Edge is a face. He's like he kind of turned heel with WrestleMania and stuff, but not really. He's not just, really. He's just the ultimate opportunist. He's always he's kind tweener. of an asshole. That's yeah, true. He's a, he's a tweener. That's true. Should we should we go to go to Raw? Yeah. yeah, I mean, if, if there's anything else from SmackDown, we won't talk about, it looks like Tony Storm, you know, debuted. That's debuted. all great. That's all great. But we'll keep did her up. did her cool new finisher that she did the Zoe Stark once in NXT, but the still, Storm cool. Storm One isn't that what they're calling it? Yeah, Storm One because Storm Zero was her uh-huh. prior finisher. That's which, cool. Okay, Storm. So Storm Zero used to be a pile driver. Uh-huh. Like on the Indies, it's a pile driver. Mm-hmm. Um. But then it got turned into um, just a, a power bomb, like uh, in WWE, because no pile drivers. Mm-hmm. But they just re—they just still called it Storm Zero. They should have called that Storm One. Yeah, this should be Storm Two. Mm-hmm. I just hope all of her finishers are just like Storm One, Storm Two, Storm Three, because it's like it's like me uh creating like in tony hawk when you can create your own special moves and it's just special one special two (laughs) yeah yeah, it's like me because when i when i have choices in video games i'm very lazy especially like tony hawk i was like i just want it i just want i just want to do it just give me all the cool moves yeah see i i i do that all that creation stuff more than actually play the game oh yeah i'll spend i'll spend way long on creating yeah i I definitely like the last wwe game i bought which i think was 18 um i spent way more time creating my my ultimate my character than actually playing the game because the Mm -hmm. the game's terrible but yeah um i will say about that tony storm thing too it's like it does make you kind of wonder like why did you bring zelina back it seems like they're not doing anything but burying the shit out of her at this point. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. 
We can talk about Raw. Let's talk about Raw. Yeah. What happened? We already talked a Matthew? bit about it. Cena, you know, Cena opened up the show. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. We did have another like uh, match with uh, America's Moist Wanted, Johnny Drip Drip. That was he debuted the name on Raw, right? <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. And a new shirt. It's because he has that little super squirter, and he fucking shoots it on people. But it's we not. Know what, it's not. We know what they're trying to say. Not, we know what they're saying. It's not much of a super squirter. It's a mini squirter. It's a little squirt. <laughs> but him and he teamed up with Styles and Omos uh, versus Riddle and the Viking Raiders. Uh, Cena gave Riddle the uh, the rub <laughs> by having a bro. Oh yeah, uh, a, a, a bromant uh, in the ring. That was weird, and I don't know why. Maybe just to like try to be funny and give Riddle something. I don't know because Vince. Vince loves Riddle. I mean, like, it was, loves the comedy. To be honest, it was a funny moment. It was, they, yeah, but know, it was fun. Yeah, yes, but I'm with you. It's like, come on. Um, so we talked a bit about like, so the one of the big things, my, the most excited I got was this what I, this match for Bobby Lashley. You know, the open challenge. Keith Lee comes out. He's all like, "Boom, fuck you." Uh, I'm here. The match was like, okay, it was like competitive enough. Or whatever, but then afterwards was the the debut of Karrion Cross <laughs> on to Raw. Mm-hmm. He comes out with the NXT title. Apparently, he was singing his own theme. A little bit, dude. Well, they took everything from him. Yeah. They took away his hot wife. They <laughs> took away his cool smoke and mirrors. Um, it like started like halfway through his fucking theme song. Yeah, his fucking entrance music. And he had the title with him. That, that's what that frustrates me too. Because it was like presented. Here's your NXT champion, Karrion Cross, coming out uh, and matching against Jeff Hardy. Yeah, who I think a week before lost a match on main event to one of to one of uh, Jinder's goons, right? Yeah, Yeah. that's bonkers. He he proceeds to get his. Oh yeah, go for it. I was gonna say, yeah, like and I, I. I'm frustrated by this, all of this, as well. Mm-hmm. I, Jeff Hardy, to me, I, I, I'm not frustrated at being Jeff Hardy in this spot, like some people are, like, and right. even like with him losing and stuff, because I think he's a person you can literally like reheat immediately. In which they did, I think they obviously were by like giving him his old theme back, mm-hmm. which like people popped huge for. Um, uh, earlier, like right before that, like part of this too is that like why he was probably him is because Jeff Hardy was like trending out of nowhere mm. on Twitter because there was like this thing going around of like why black people love Jeff Hardy. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, apparently, like that's a thing is like black wrestling fans like have just been huge Jeff Hardy f- fans. I mean, like, he's a charismatic enigma. Yeah, and and so like he so that's probably partially why it was him too is just like he was already trending like oh let's put him in the spot. I this is a this is a stupid angle. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. having Jeff Hardy to get this cheap win on. on he Karrion proceeded Cross. to beat Karrion Cross in a two minute match by getting his feet up on the ropes. Mm. And um, it, it just it didn't. And then Karrion was all pissed off afterwards. Like you just made the biggest fucking mistake of your life. I mean, he'll probably when he. I mean, I could see it building to a story where he gets mad and gets his revenge, but it's like. I don't want to see him against against Jeff Hardy. That's not what I was imagining. Well, like, 
what I think Jeff Hardy is good in this spot for if they follow through right. And what they have to do is basically like they have to tell a John Wick story where you, Jeff, you don't know what you just fucking did. Mm-hmm. Like you just embarrassed you, me on my night. Like okay, Jeff, like you got to win. You, but you also you cheated the win, and that's even worse. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you killed you my fucking dog. You don't know what the fuck you just did. You just woke up the Baba Yaga. Yeah, like and that's what they have to do with Carrion from now on. Is like. It, it, it can't be like this big feud with Jeff. It has to be, he has to destroy Jeff. Yeah, so like, retire Jeff yeah. Hardy. The same way that fucking Lesnar debuted de- defeating both Hardys and destroying them. So there actually is like some like storytelling you can do there. Like, like oh, but he idea. has to absolutely decimate. My Hardy fear is and that then we're... decimate everyone. My fear is that we're like maybe three weeks away from him being like a goon for MVP or something. But yeah, what 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 would have been cool is if he like debuted against Sheamus, and like they had a big slappy Sheamus, slappy Sheamus fest had a match. Fun-ass match against uh, Carrillo. Uh, I guess like, yeah, he's in the middle of a program. Kind of, but he's not that like in character. He's not that stoked about it. <laughs> <laughs> but like. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I, I agree with you. If they, if they come back that from this point on, Carrion is like, like okay, I was trying to be polite. I'm coming into your home. I'm trying to be ceremonial, and you're gonna fuck me like that. Mm-hmm. You're gonna fuck me like that, and it comes back and like is unstoppable. Yeah, cool. like I just don't have confidence. I, I don't think have confidence. That's what's going. I think I said this in the thread. They should have debuted him exactly how they did in NXT. Like, do nothing different. Like, have the weird clock vignettes. Have, like, Scarlet come out first and tease him. Like, have... I don't want him to go for the title in the beginning. Well, it would require Vince to respect what they're doing on NXT. And I just think that there are people speculating that this might be a message. Being like, you guys got ran on a Wednesday night. You guys aren't... You guys aren't building up your ratings now on Tuesday nights, which is just like an, a dumb, if that is indeed what's going on, it's the stupidest fucking, yeah. it's like, that's also your shit, dude. And it's, like, it's a slap mm. in the face to your son-in-law. Don't treat, don't treat Triple H like, uh, Shane. Don't do that. That's rude. Don't do that. Don't treat this like this is raw underground. <laughs> God, that could have been so tight. Um, but, mole man. Yeah. So win for that mole man match. But it's just like, I, I mean, I am, an NXT fan. It's the the show I consistently watch. If I miss anything, I still watch NXT. And mm. and yeah, most of the time it's the Hulu Cup because of how my week is scheduled. But I watch it. I love it. My favorite wrestlers are on NXT. And I don't like Karrion Cross. I'm glad that he debuted and he's going to be out of my NXT soon. But he is the NXT championship and he was looked he looked like a goddamn fool. And that's not his fault because he can put on scary man matches. He just, Johnny's right, he can't wrestle. <laughs> it's just weird. This is like the first time that I'd watched like front to back a full episode of Raw. And so while it was going on, just like in the middle of the show there and stuff too, I I wasn't quite sure if I, I didn't, I, I hadn't formed a full opinion about it because mm-hmm. it was just so fucking weird. Yeah. Like, it was interesting to watch for sure, and then like you know, it just it does kind of set in like why they have 
why did they have him bring the title out? Yeah. Why was it this big ceremonial thing? Why was it that? And, Other, and then the speculation comes that it was a bit of a, maybe a bit of a shot at NXT, which if that's the case, that's just so frustrating. Yeah, mm. it's your company. Because, well, and everybody, these like the top talent in NXT have done the last like half a year working their ass off to make Karrion Cross look like a fucking badass. Yeah. Like that it all comes down to like Cole and Gargano and them too. And Finn. And Finn, like working their ass off to make Karrion look like a monster. Yeah. And then just to come out and do it like this, it's like why it makes it just, it just leaves you with wondering why. It makes everyone he's beaten look bad. It makes it makes the whole brand look bad. And it's like it doesn't uh, change unless they how pull the trigger to like Zach is saying. Unless they pull the trigger that Karrion is now going to come just fucking leave nothing but decimation yeah. in his path. Been cool. Because, like, no, no. on NXT, they didn't mention it, which is weird. Like, no. I wish yeah, there was... like, Joe, Samoa Joe mentioned him going to Raw. Yeah. But like, yeah, he said he took a little he, field trip. Took a little field trip to Raw. Yeah, and they had to refilm it because everyone was chanting Hardy. <laughs> like, they had to refilm yeah, they, they it and make the crowd shut fucking... up. Well, and they gave exactly. Also, they gave him his old music. He's still on NXT. Like, like, let him finish out on NXT before he goes to Raw or something. Like, or do this better, like they did with Kevin Owens. Yes, like Kevin Owens came up as NXT champion and fucking laid out John Cena. Yeah, that would have been tight. Um, actually, if Karrion Cross beat John Cena, I wouldn't have been stoked. But like, <laughs> like I would be. Like I, Karrion Cross. Like yeah, he's. He's not an entertaining NXT wrestler. I think that he will be a very, if they given the chance, very good main roster, main event style wrestler. No, yeah, one hundred percent. Just like you would never ever want to see Bobby Lashley, even in this form, as NXT champion. Yeah, it just wouldn't well, fit. And so, but as, same with Roman, as WWE, yeah, WWE champion, it's fucking tight. Yeah, like it just yeah, it's true. It's just, it's frustrating, and hopefully they do it right. Hopefully they pull it off. It's WWE, not NXT, so I have zero faith. Um, they they pulled out a good show from it, though. I will say, like, it left, it felt like it sort of staggered the show in a way that was like, that, that was kind of weird, and I didn't like it. But then the main event of Charlotte versus Ripley was a, a fine enough rematch. I feel like we're all pretty accustomed to rematches after... You know, even though there's no more automatic rematch clause, it's just like, okay, yeah, they're going to wrestle again. But the mm. match was, again, very good. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought. I mean, it was fun. And then, yeah, like we said earlier, Nikki at ASH came out, cashed in, won the title, got to got to end the show on a, a really high note, which was cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, let's move on to NXT, because then we'll talk about Fighter Fest Night 1. Yeah. Oh, man. Um... Yeah. Uh, uh, my thing is never in order, so... Samoa Joe started the, yeah. the show. So... Um, it was fucking great. I, and then Regal tried to be a fucking cop on him, and he was like, no, Regal. <laughs> I loved it. I, it's so, like, both of them are so good at talking. Yep. Like, also, I, I love... Well, he, like, he, didn't he walk out to the ring and just say, Carrying Cross! Yeah. Like, TikTok! Like... Yeah, he's like, TikTok, time to clean your clock. <laughs> He's like, so... I, Joe talking, and, like, it, we've gotten it on commentary, mm -hmm. like, for a long time and stuff, and it, it's always great. But this, we haven't gotten this no. from Joe in years. Since and Wendy. Since Wendy. <laughs> um, and it's my favorite thing in wrestling. I yeah. realized, like, I, 
or my my peacock was um be, was doing peacock things and you know just not working oh. ever. Um, ever. Only my mobile app really works. Weird. Like, my like my PS4 app, it just like eventually I've gotten it to work some, but like it's it shits the bed constantly. Like doesn't resume in the right place. Just crashes constantly. Just everything button input uh lag of about five minutes where i've it won't let me click on anything and then five minutes later every button i clicked five minutes earlier goes off and oh. it just exits out out, yeah, out just crashes the whole shit just crashes the whole shit Weird. but um the about six times i tried to watch nxt where it would restart it was really tough for me to not like it was really tough for me to not just watch this over like because Joe's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and him confronting Regal. I also, I love like when Regal actually gets like a little physical, like obviously he can't wrestle or anything. He's an old fucking man, but like you see how big he is. Like when he's standing, like when he's taller, like standing taller than Joe, like, and just like, like standing right up with him. Like he's a big, big dude. Yeah. He could still like, he could still switch on that like fucking like the fucking brawler that everyone yeah. knows William Regal has been. Uh, yeah, I, I like that too. It was like a little confusing to kick off with being like, well, no, you can be provoked as my security, but if you're an official, then you have to, then it's different rules. And yeah. Samoa Joe was basically semantics. Like, yeah, I know. I like how Joe was just like, basically like, fuck that. that he just yelled semantics at him. Yeah. Semantics, semantics Regal. And he's like, just like, and then, yeah, he was like, I guarantee, like, I do, I will make a promise to you that this will end tonight, but I can't promise that it'll be peaceful. Mm. And then, uh, we didn't, you know, they, they're built, they're building it. I mean, so do you, I, it would make all the sense in the world that Carrion drops the title to Joe, but my God. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. We get takeover 36 is in, in August 22nd. So it's just such, it's so weird because. Obviously, he's 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 already been physical enough in NXT to kind of give the thing of like, okay, they've cleared him at least to an extent. So it's like my guess is he's been completely cleared at this point, but they haven't I, been transparent about that on purpose. Yeah. But so it's like I there's a part of me that like is still like a little hesitant to be like, oh, Joe's gonna grab the title off of Carrion, just because yeah. technically we don't know what he's been cleared for, but it seems like that's where they're going for sure, and that's yeah. yeah. pretty badass. And at the end of the show, we saw. Did you talk about Regal on the ground? No, we haven't yet. Uh, no, we yeah. didn't get there. Cross yeah, well, we beat the shit forward. out of Regal. He did. Mm. I I like that. Like it, I thought it was a nice reset for Carrion in NXT. You know, uh-huh. like, <laughs> She'd be like oh, he's still it, scary. He's still scary. Like and just like the whole way it was filmed and just like him talking to Joe on the screen and then like getting his car going away. Like, like Boy. I I like that. He, he he's being a little cowardly, like which is kind of a heel thing to do, no. But he's still like terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like he, he like I, this. That's the version of Karrion I like the most. Is like the Eastern European mob hitman <laughs> version of Karrion Cross. Yeah, exactly. That's what. That's my my theory. He's gonna be a the Baba Yaga. Yeah, I I just yeah. It, he's like he should be like a fucking mob boss type character. But I'm worried that he's just gonna become one of Seamus's. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know who they're gonna throw him with. But yeah, like we said, with like fucking with Rude, with with Drew, it's just like almost if you want to work your way up in the ranks of the main roster, you gotta you gotta be someone's goon. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Did y'all see? So the Diamond Mine match was was awesome. Like the wrestling was good. Mm-hmm. It just felt like there wasn't the fucking pizzazz to it. It wasn't the fucking spicy meatball to it that. It needs a little spicy meatball. It's a little weird. Like, I think Diamond Mine's really cool. Mm -hmm. I don't think we've gotten enough of what they are yet. They feel still a little thrown together. They still, like... There's a lot of cool pieces to it. Roderick is really cool. Um, Fucking... Tyler Rust is cool as shit, too. Tyler Rust is really good. Yeah, and he's he's really cool. He's young. Um, I don't remember the other guy's name. But he, they haven't. We haven't really gotten anything from and, him. And he's yet. supposed to. I think that this week it kind of seemed like they were talking about him as if he was more of a coach than an actual mm-hmm. competitor. Yeah. Mm, um, okay. And I'm sure if Esai's listening back to this, he's so pissed because he knows so much about the dude. But like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, I, so, but yeah, we just haven't Bivens. got to see enough. Yeah. And Bivens. Yeah, and, then, and Biv Bivens is great. We, the whole package just isn't like cohesive yet. I think it will. Be. Yeah. I mean, like it took a yeah, while but, for Swerve to hit. You know, mm-hmm. it took a while That's for uh, Legato to hit. So like, yeah, like they just got to. Yeah, gotta it takes some. It takes some time. It yeah. takes a while, and I'm I'm curious and excited to see. You know, in a perfect world for Roddy to step up is kind of the the Adam Cole of this faction, mm-hmm. and like, to, and it, I think he is absolutely capable of being that as long as he has somebody who's a mic talking for him, <laughs> talking for him. Yeah, uh, that's, like, that's the difference. Like, that's the I love Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm. Like, as a wrestler, like, holy shit! Oh, but his he, promos are fucking ooh, bad. They're like they're best when they're purposefully bad. Mm-hmm. Like when they did weird. Like when he was an idiot in Undisputed yeah. Era. Yeah, you know, like stuff like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I I love the idea of him. Like he's he's a himbo. Mm-hmm. Like totally. Like that's what Rod. Like I think Roderick Strong is in real life and in, as a character. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like, and, and we just like, so we need to like just see a little bit more out of like what this version of him is gonna be. Mm-hmm. And it makes all the sense. It makes sense that Kushida would make Rust tap and stuff, but it's also like it's a pretty high profile loss for Diamond Mine coming out of the gate too. Mm. And like I said, they're establishing. They're, it, they don't have to come out and be the most dominant fucking faction. Yeah, I I'm totally I totally have patience for it, but. It, it it was a little bit of a head scratcher of a otherwise like four competitors who are really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I I was pretty surprised like how over Bobby Fish is <laughs> Me at, too, at, dude. At, the, at the CWC at least, you know, yeah. like, and that's like less than 300 people, <laughs> you know, like sure. yeah. that's a very small sample size. I, I understand, but I still like how much people were chanting, like we want Bobby and stuff like, He's a really good wrestler, but he's also, I mean, he is the Marty Jannetty out of a four-man group. Yep. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yep. He's the, I, I was thinking about, it's like, oh, there's, like, yeah, he's the only one that wasn't a Ring of Honor world champion, you know, like, out of those four, out mm-hmm. of the Undisputed Era. Like, it makes sense that he's, like, you know, he's, he's the tag team guy, like, yeah, he's absolutely. the only one who never was more than a tag team guy, so. Yeah, for sure. I don't, I do not see the Bobby Fish singles run. I don't see it. No. Uh, Frankie Monet squashed uh, JC Jane. Yeah, JC yeah. Jane. You got It's a, you know you nice. Know, it's, it's nice to have a good squash match every here and now mm-hmm. again. And I, I Frankie Monet is a really fun like Ty Valkyrie. She's a really good worker. Like um, we haven't gotten to see. I don't think her in her element yet because she's like 
best doing like lucha stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's the main main of the world she comes from. Um, yeah. I think she did a lot of really. I really liked her character stuff in this match, which was very weirdly sexual. I, I kind of enjoyed it. I don't know if it, you guys picked this up, but like she did the knees in the corner and just stayed there oh. with her just crotch straight in yeah. JC Jane's face and like smiled about it. And then when she did the pin, she was like straight up straddling <laughs> JC Jane and just shoving her boobs in JC Jane's face, like and, and then, then the- and like in like getting like it looked like she was getting off on it. Like, yeah, like she wonderful. like she gets kind of sexual gratification from being dominant. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and then the whole time we do have we have Mandy Rose kind of on the out outside waiting. So they're building, they're building story, mm-hmm. and and Frankie Monet is like trying to impress her. Like uh-huh. she feels just like just a pansexual, like <laughs> just ev- just everyone come at me, right? Sort, sort of yeah. thing. Like that's what her character feels like right now. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, O'Reilly fucking got pissed off at old, old uh, Austin Theory. Yeah. And then they had themselves a pretty long fucking match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a very good match. Yeah. I loved how Johnny was like, all right, buddy, you got yourself into this one, so uh, I'm going to let you take care of this, okay? Just like I did, just like your hero. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Then he... right, this, one's all you, this one's all you, pal. Then Kyle, uh, Kyle snapped. Kyle snapped. I liked it. I mean, it was a vicious, it was a more vicious Kyle, but... Uh, I still can't take you serious. He has Kyle. to go back to the era. Axe and Smash? Is that what his fucking shirt says? Mm-hmm. Axe and Slash? Axe and Smash. That's his, uh, he does the, the axe kick to the top of the head and then the elbow smash to your head, which he did super stiff to Austin Theory. <laughs> that's Axe and Smash. That's Theory's, smash. that's Theory's thing, though, is that he takes, he takes, he takes the paint. <laughs> Mm. Oh yeah, he's kind of just a yeah. He's he's yeah. He just gets his ass kicked. Honestly, it's the most endearing thing about him. Yep. But uh, yeah, I I mean I like the more uh, aggressive. I do like a good more aggressive Kyle. But I will axe and smash sounds like one of those knockoff cartoons that you would get like later on a Saturday. Not one of the fucking main ones. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah, Legato del Fantasma is fucking calling out Hit Row. Yeah, this wasn't on the uh, the the Hulu cut, which is crazy. That is unfortunate. Like, it is unfortunate because like Santos Escobar is honestly such a good promo. Mm-hmm. I think his his cruiserweight reign was a little like un- it was just underpinned by whatever else was just going on in the in the world of NXT. Yeah, but he he is really fucking good. Yeah, he's re- yeah. Um. Yeah, so him versus Swerve will be fun as shit. Yeah, I'm excited for. I mean, there's so many factions now that I'm very curious to see what War Games is going to look like. True. War Games. War Games. Um. God, if Samoa Joe is in a War Games match. <laughs> oh my god! That'd be crazy. Holy fuck! Like, I don't think. Like, I. I mean, we've got a ways to go till then. But like I, I don't necessarily see that happening. But I would, I would love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd love to see Joe in like. I mean, again, whatever he can get cleared for. Cause like again, it sucks when someone has a bunch of concussions. Cause it just makes you worried for him. But you know, who I'm not worried for is fucking Odyssey Jones. That guy's cool as hell. He's big, big fucking boy. Yeah. He beat he beat Andre Chase. In the first round breakout breakout mm-hmm. tournament. It was like it was Ch- all right. Andre Chase, um, his look, yeah, yeah, 
is like the goatee with like the goatee with like the fuckboy haircut <laughs> and that polo vest like spandex polo thing that he was wearing um that the that like matched his trunks like that I I'm baffled. He feels like you. <laughs> yeah. Someone hit random on <laughs> yeah. my on like a, the character creator. Oh yeah, on, like two K. One hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Odyssey. Odyssey's tight as hell. Yeah. Like, so it's a sick name. I think he's, he, a sick, he's a sick boy. I think he's gonna win this tournament and then uh, skip NXT. <laughs> yeah, he already had a dark match on on Raw or SmackDown. Recently. I could see that. <laughs> a lot of beef. Uh, what do you think of Drake Maverick trying to come to fucking Cameron Grimes' aid? You know, this was great. Um, mm. The way that they're building the story where Cameron Grimes is like, like, he is doing what he's told, but now it's reluctant. Like, um, yeah, like last week he was all like, I like this suit. Oh, thanks for the haircut. And he was fine carrying all the bags, and now he's getting a little, like, scared of L.A. Knight. And then the match uh, was Drake Maverick and L.A. Knight. And Maverick's like, hey, let me help you with those bags, Cam. Yeah. And Knight's like, fuck no. <laughs> now I fight you. Just, <laughs> like, How dare you be nice to my fucking manservant. Like, I love this, like, three years ago... TNA uh, <laughs> angle that we have going on right here. <laughs> yeah. oh, totally. Um, but during the match, he wasn't holding the title high enough. He wasn't doing what he was supposed to. So LA Knight was getting mad at Cameron and he still yeah. beat Drake Maverick. And then at the end of the match. Wait, I think, I think. No, Drake Maverick rolled up yeah. LA Knight. He, cause, because oh, Knight so, was distracted. so it wasn't for the title? No, no. Oh, no, okay, no. okay. No, no, no. Um,. So yeah, he was mad, and he beats the shit out of Drake Maverick, and um, he tells Cameron to hit him because Cameron makes him stop. He's like, "Dude, this is enough. The match is over." And then he's like, "Oh yeah, this is enough. This is a fact of life. Now you got to hit the fucking boy." Yeah, fact of life, son. You got to hit the spud. I thought I thought he was gonna hit. I thought he was gonna hit La Knight. I thought he was going to do it. You could tell he wanted to. But you could tell he wanted to. I guess it's too late. It's too early for the turn. Um, yeah, which I appreciate. Yeah. Like, they're just yeah. like, make, like, and then, like, people turned on Cameron, like, in the crowd, and, like, that, and he was just, like, he was so, like, he was, upset at what he just done. He was broken. Like, yeah. He was broken up. He was broken up about it, dude. Yeah. I like I it. Too. Good story. I'm, it's good. I'm it's stoked. Good fun. It's really good. Um, do we just have the main event left? Yeah, Gonzalez versus uh, Zia Lee for the uh, the NXT uh, Women's Championship. Yeah, and this time Zaya might have gotten hurt instead of Zaya hurting someone. Think, <laughs> yeah, I think she just got the wind knocked out of her. I do they, too. Because like, they like they gave her some time, but then let her take that last move, and you don't—that's not a move you <laughs> take if let someone take if it's like if they're hurt. Yeah. Anyway. Like, yeah, and like. Raquel is green, but this wasn't her like messing something up. She just yeah. No, I think I think just I think the timing was just slightly off between the two of them. And Zaya's both tiny, tiny. They're both green. Yeah, that move like you know like any move where you're catching someone like that, like like taking a moonsault or like that that splash, that twisting splash or whatever. Like 
if you breathe out at the wrong time, yeah. you're going to get the wind knocked out of you. That's the whole thing. You have to like crunch up and then like, you know, take their momentum like with them to the mat so that they don't like, you know, just kill you mm-hmm, or right. crush your ribs, like do all that shit. And I think they just probably, they're both green. I think they just got their timing off. Yeah. Like, um, so yeah, she retained and apparently she has a, she had a promo where she was like, well, I've beaten every woman here. And Dakota, like, kind of looks a little like, mm, not everyone. She doesn't say anything. She doesn't do anything. But I like these seeds being planted. You, ha- you haven't beat everybody. I would love Dakota to take that from her. Because Dakota knows everything about her. Dakota's the closest. Um, I don't know if Dakota would be a good champion. I don't know. Um, like, in the ring. Absolutely. Yes. She's great. She's one of the, she's a great worker. Um, would it be in, like, I think she showed a lot with this heel turn, like compared to where she used to be. Yeah. See, and that's, it's just mm-hmm. interesting. What's the next, I would, the next step. I would like it to be more heel, you know, like I would like Raquel to somehow go face essentially and Raquel or, and Dakota to be heel. They, they've already teased it. Like they, like that interview that um, Raquel did with Samoa Joe mm-hmm. um, before she won the title was a full on baby face. That's true. And she like, she is going. She's go. She's going. She's leaving. She's getting called up soon. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, as soon as they get enough seasoning on her in the ring, yeah, they like see someone like with that size and and everything. Go like, yes, like let's let's find a way to ruin her on the main roster. Um, so, like, yeah, she's going to be up there sooner than later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but NXT, great, yeah. as always. Uh, and then, guys. Yeah, it ended like we were talking about earlier with fucking Cross choking out fucking Regal and fucking zooming away in his, in his, in his sports car. Yeah. Mm. I did love Joe just storming out to the ring, like, past Raquel and Dakota, just like, just like, okay, I'm done pacing in my little room. It's time for, time for me to be out yeah, here. Yeah, now I get to do my thing. Um. Yeah. You want to know something weird? What happened? I watched AEW, all of it. I watched all of Dynamite. Me too, um, dude. It was fun. Yeah. It's yeah. They gave us reason to. Yeah. Like this is like two weeks in a row for me, actually. Yeah. Like I watched like two weeks ago, and then I watched this week. Usually, it's like once every six weeks. Um, but yeah, it was I mean, good. I am yeah, fighter fest night two. I am watching next week. Um, I'm going to refill my water. Don't talk about the cool thing. I'm going to start talking. No, about it. I, won't get, I won't get to the cool part yet. The, uh, but yeah, I, cause the show started off with the, the first, uh, labor of Jericho, mm. uh, which saw MJF on, on commentary. Uh, you know, he's given fucking exposition about how fucking Jericho sucks or whatever. And then I will say throughout pretty much all of this match, I could really have given a shit. Yeah, same. There is just something about Sean Spears that just it just diverts my attention away from whatever he's doing. Yeah, it's a it's amazing how much someone can be revealed to be just a gimmick. Like, I know. He's technically very solid. He has solid. A, yeah, he has a gimmick that is a it's it's. Thought uh, thought out, I guess, more than some. But he has chairs. That's great. And this whole match was designed around the one thing he does is swing chairs around. Uh, and I just could have uh, could have really given a shit. Same. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't care. 
Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, like, absolutely, yeah, just. <laughs> yeah, like, I honestly could not tell you a fucking single thing about the, the actual bell-to-bell match between Jericho and Spears. I couldn't tell you yeah. anything that happened because it was so overshadowed yeah. by what happened after. MJF comes out, and he's like, he's like, so the next trial of Jericho, I've got someone who robbed a bank without a mat- mask on. So, and at this point, just to stop you real quick, oh, sorry. I'm like, so, I, no, 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 I'm in, because I'm in my head where I'm like, alright, he's picking Pinnacle dudes. Yeah. I'm like, who in the fucking Pinnacle has done, like, time? Well, like, yeah, none of them. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know anything Yeah, I was like, low. oh, he's gonna do a no DQ basic match that's gonna be scary. Oh, it's Wardlow. <laughs> and then, uh, he said something else that this particular man has done, and then he brings out fucking MDK, MD fucking K. Nick Gage. Do you know how you make me not get tired of MJF? You have Nick Gage be on his side. You have Nick Gage in AEW. You have Nick Gage getting a paycheck. You have Nick Dude, Gage it, in a death match against Chris Jericho. It was like... Yeah, it was something that just absolutely rattled my reality for a second. Wait, because I was like, I, I just just not expect until he said like robbed a bank. That is where I was like, what? and the thing like, is, there were but, no rumors of it. No, there was no. nothing. It was completely unexpected. And like this, like okay, so there's rumors about Daniel Bryan. There's rumors about P- CM Punk. If they showed up, no rumors. That would be so tight. It would, but it would change, yeah. no, I guess maybe they don't care about Nick Gage as much. The people who give these things out, or they're doing a good job of keeping keeping things like like under wraps. Yeah, the CM Punk and Daniel Bryan stuff, if they actually happen, were intentionally leaked. Yeah, yeah, true. I guarantee, true. It. Like if if they can keep uh, Alistair Black and that's true. Nick Gage Alistair was a secret. Wraps, yeah, there were no rumors about either of them. Okay. Um, then, if like if if the 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 Brian Danielson and and CM Punk things happen, absolutely one hundred percent were leaked on purpose. Yeah. To drum up this the hype. Yeah. Even leading up to them happening for sure. And and I could be a bit of a mark, but it seems like a lot of the uh, the, the 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 leakage is coming from the WWE side of things. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because they're like I mean, that's. There's all those sources already in place for years. Like it's there's there's no there's like such little loyalty to that company, and for good reason. Yeah, like, yeah, but I, they I don't have loyalty towards all the people. But I can also see the WWE side of things being like, we're gonna rip you of any sort of chance you have at good surprises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you're gonna fucking actually get these guys, we're gonna do a fucking as much as we can to let let people know they're coming. Yeah, but because they're dicks. Nick Gage is wrestling on AEW. That dude. Against Jericho, yeah, in a no DQ match. And what I hope is uh, Jericho's gonna win because he's got to go through yeah, all yeah. these trials. What I what my hope is Nick Gage has multiple matches in AEW. MJF just paid him because he he tweeted he's like, "Yo, me and MJF aren't buds, but money talks." And like, <laughs> so like, what if Jericho? pays him more money and so he lets jericho win aew hitman and then he fights mjf 
Because who bleeds more in AEW television? Is it oh, Jericho Dustin. or is it MJF? It's always MJF. He's going to yeah. take that pizza slicer to MJF's head. It could happen. I, I, I Part of me wishes and kind of hopes that we get to see Nick Gage do his Nick Gage thing. And then we get to see Nick Gage ride off into the sunset. Yeah, from AEW. Yeah, just because I think if they if they use him too much, oh, a lot yeah. of well, what is so exciting about Nick Gage is he's mysterious. Yeah. to an extent. Yeah, and so if we're seeing him, you know, week after week or something, there'd be a part of me that's like, oh, this this kind of takes away from the magic. That's true. Around, I agree. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It's just it's just a, wild to think about that. Like in the year twenty twenty one, we have both. Nick Gage and Timothy Thatcher appearing on cable television. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like Nick Gage, like it's just so cool for him. He's, he's beating up Zack Ryder this weekend. Like he's, Dude, he comes out, he's got this pizza cutter. He's like, you can see him mouthing, I'm going to slice you up, motherfucker. Yeah, and, uh, and that's uh, the thing. That's the downfall is you cannot let him talk. Because have him be like a because he I, will say swears. Yeah, they've got to they've got to pre-tape anything with him. <laughs> yeah, but oh my god, dude! Like I the, oh, and like, I, is he gonna say his whole spiel? Like this is for this is for the 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 thirteen block. This is for my boys in hate club. This is like, does he say that whole thing? Like he is says that every of, time it, he talks. Is it gonna be fucking gang affiliated? Is yeah. it gonna be gang affiliated? It has to be. It has to be. But I, I'm just excited. I don't know if he's even if they're gonna let him talk, and it's okay if they don't. I, I, he's one of those. He's like Eddie Kingston for me, where it's like, just fucking talk. I'll listen to you say whatever. I'll listen to you cut promos on PBR, bud. I won't my, drink PBR I, anymore. <laughs> my fucking favorite part about this whole thing too well that's my favorite part yeah nick gage is gonna be a part of it the second favorite thing is jericho <laughs> God, and uh, the, the the pageantry around bringing the pain maker to the mat where it's just like it's almost like when you have like somebody who's overly confident in a school fight and you're like no you're not, you don't got this you, dude. you put a fedora on to look scarier like you put a fedora on and like makeup like like the the crow makeup i don't even the, know what he's going for it's the, the clockwork orange it mm-hmm. is clockwork. You're gonna, put, you're gonna look like a fucking droog out there. And like, the pain maker just beat Tanahashi. He didn't have a fucking death match against a, a crazy man. No, he, I mean he had a really I, when when he debuted the pain maker wasn't it against Kenny? Yeah, because it was like the Winnipegers. <laughs> oh, Winnipegers, dude. But um, but yeah, and like, and it was it was violent. It was a more violent Chris Jericho. It was where everyone was like, "Oh my God!" Yet again, this man has reinvented himself in his career. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, if I want it, sure. I mean, I, hell yeah, bring that character to a match against Nick Gage. That's the Jericho I want to see against Nick Gage. Yeah. But it is just so funny how it's like you don't look nearly as intimidating as Nick Gage just does standing with a pizza slice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm really curious to how this match goes cuz I don't know if it'll be full Nick Gage death match. I mean, it's on AEW. I mean, it's on TNT tel- or it's going to be on Sci-Fi, I guess, right? Or No, that's NXT. NXT is on Sci-Fi the next. Um I'm not I I I'm just I'm very curious to see how it plays out. I so mean, soon. that match against Darby that we barely saw wasn't a typical Nick Gage death match. So like, no, it certainly wasn't. So he can do non kill you matches, but I'm I'm very curious. I'm very excited. 
I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they give him a platform to to show because like listening to him talk on Ron Funch's podcast about how. Uh, like it went down with with the match he had against David Arquette. I imagine it's a similar sort of set thing where it's like, I'm sure they either had a call together or something that was facilitated by AEW to be like, what are you willing to do? Because my my guess is that Nick Gage has to be like, if I'm going to be in a match, like I'm doing, I'm showing my shit. Like yeah, that's what but I do. Because so they have to have come to some sort of agreement of what is allowed. But then also you do have a like you have Turner Network. Yeah, also, that's the be thing. Like, well, you like, can only do so much. He can't. I mean, they they can do a lot. I mean, that bleed, the main bleed. event of this match was was very violent. But it's like I don't think Nick Gage is going to go unhinged against Chris Jericho. He's not going to die or stab him in the throat. But <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll. But it, I think it'll. I I just hope it does feel separate than when you're watching another kind of match. Like because he really is a different kind of performer. Yes. Yeah. He's not. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to translate. Yeah. To, hundreds of thousands of people watching at home yeah but i'm i'm very curious that's how yeah, that's too. how you get me to watch your show aew do something you know like this don't get me to watch a show hmm. put frankie kazarian versus doc Gallows. what the who cares Eastside does apparently that's probably it the elite hunter versus the dumbest member of the elite uh <laughs> Ugh, skip it. Uh, Darby Allen versus Wheeler Yuta was fun though. Yeah, uh, the best part of this match was uh, Orange and Sting being buds. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. it's so good. <laughs> yeah, the, Sting was talking about up. violence. <laughs> they just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, I, when someone's willing to play along with Orange. Yeah. Well, and especially Sting. fucking Sting. Sting just like barely tapping his chest. Uh, he's yeah. great. He's great. Yeah, and just the the the. Super kicks into each other, just the yeah, like kicking each other in the foot. So good, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, Wheeler, Wheeler's cool. Yeah, it's fun. Um, we finally got Brit. I think this is the first time Britt Baker's defended that title since she won it. <laughs> God, they don't do fucking anything with their women's yeah. division. Unfortunately, <laughs> that being said, her and Nyla Rose had a pretty fun match. Pretty mm-hmm. good time. Pretty good time in the ring. It just wasn't, I don't know, it's something that, like, could potentially have a lot of story to it, mm-hmm. that it just felt like, oh, that's a fun thing to toss in the middle of an episode of Dynamite, I guess. But, like, I don't know. I I, I do like Nyla as a fucking performer. I think she does have absolutely that, like, imposing presence. She has, like, all the ingredients are there. They're just, I don't, there hasn't been the right chef to put yeah. it all together. yeah. There's no, there hasn't been the Nicolas Cage of the movie Pig <laughs> to, to intervene. Um, not he's a chef in that movie. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It it was fine. It was fine. Um, oh, this was I Fighter Fest night two. Yeah, this, this was wasn't two. night one. I I apologize. Okay, so next okay. week is Homecoming. Is that what they're calling it? Yeah, yeah, or something, something like that. I, it's like, does every fucking show on the road need to have its own night? I mean, they're doing everything big, you know. I mean, they. I guess the people are what tuning into the Olympics. Otherwise, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when the. So I guess you got to keep the fucking, you got to keep the magic alive. You got to name it fun names. But like you were saying, all you really need to do is put Nick Gage on my TV. I'll turn it. I'll tune in. Yeah. But after that, we got something that I was actually pretty excited about when. Andrade 
uh, announced that he's swapping Guerreros. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Announced Chavo. That's cool for him. Yeah, I like Chavo. Like, I, I have such a... It, it was just right in that moment of, like, the where, like, Chavo and Eddie were just, like... I don't know. The Guerreros were just having their fucking heyday on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I, I remember it fondly. I like Chavo Jr. He's a good man. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's a good man, <laughs> but he's a fun wrestler or, a, you know, entertainer. I, I didn't watch a ton of Lucha Underground, but I think he had a... Like, he was quite a character on that show, too, I guess. Um, but it's just, like, it is a, a really fun uh, dynamic to have them with, like, Death Triangle mm-hmm. and, like, Penta. And, like, who gets to represent the, the Lucha style? Who gets to represent this culture and or whatever? Yeah, it's it, a... It, the matches are going to be great. It's a cool story to be able to do. Like, yeah. they're fighting for who is the representation. <laughs> like, that's cool. And, yeah, and I, I can't wait to see it. I mean, and I think like because Chavo's such a fucking heel, like okay, he's so fucking crafty. You know, he's such a fucking little shit. Like I, I, I think Chavo's gonna be where like, you know how Zelina kind of stepped in and gave Andrade this air of like a competitive streak of like you need to fucking step step your shit up. I think Chavo's gonna have a different kind of effect on Andrade. <laughs> Yeah. Where it's just going to be like, dude, fucking sneak some of this in your trunks. Fucking zap them in the eyes, dude. Yeah. Um, but but I would also love it if they just joined. <laughs> like, that'd be cool, too. If like, they all just came, if the if the true treasure was the friendship they found along the way. Yeah. If that was a true championship, I would love that. I would love it. But yeah, I, I like a good old, you know, hey, let's swap Guerreros every once in a while. Yeah. Orange Cassidy v. The Blade? I don't remember anything about it. I don't either. I might have been outside during it. I don't remember. I just don't remember. I don't it's, either. This is a black hole of a match. Um, the bl- like, I love, I love Orange Cassidy. They're overusing him. Like, let Chuck do stuff. Yeah, I mean... Dude, yeah. This being in the same show as the the stuff with Sting is too much. Yes. That's why I don't remember. Yes. Because like you remember that. I have one slot of memory for Orange Cassidy. Yeah, totally. Apparently. 100%. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um we didn't talk what? about uh I think this was earlier after the the Kazarian match. Uh Omega and Don Callis came out. And then, oh, right. uh, then a uh, big booty, big booty cowboy came and made the save. And right. yeah, so because they're setting up, which is it? Ne- I think it's next week. Yeah, it, it was that that match that's going to be Kenny and the Bucks versus you know Paige and whoever two members of the Elite or fucking Dark Order. And, yeah, uh, and then like the the ramifications are then like everyone gets title matches if uh, if if. Page and his team win, or but nobody gets title matches if they lose. Mm. So Page could lose his whole fucking opportunity. Everything that the story's been building to, he could lose it next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure hope that sure hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then we got our fucking main event. Oof. Texas Death Match. Oof. Which is just so funny because it's like historically great, but it's like it's the most boring idea of a death match you can <laughs> get these days. Mm-hmm. 
But like, uh, yeah, a Texas death match for the IWGP United States title. John Moxley versus Lance Archer. Yeah. Rematch of uh, Wrestle Kingdom from not this year, but the year before. Yeah. They did a good job of, of, of tying that story in that like, like I beat him. I defended this title against him in Japan. I'm going to defend this title against him here. That's yeah. not what fucking happened. Dude. And what was looming in the background was uh, the son of Haku is fighting whoever wins. Yeah. Yeah. Hikuleo. Yeah. He's um, like the he's the the third uh third third brother of the gorillas. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. G-O-D. Um he uh yeah, he's big, he's big, he's super young, big dude. Um he started showing up a little bit with Bullet Club before everyone left. Um and then I think he's been on excursion. I know he's worked a bunch in MLW. Okay. But I've, I've not actually really seen him work that I can think of, except maybe in one of those, like, 10-man okay. New Japan tags. So. Yeah. I, the match was fun. It, 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 was, it, was a good, it was a good violent-ass match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has um, a kid was, now. He needs to, you know, <laughs> got to slow it down, dude. <laughs> Look, but, man, I'm just taking this dad father thing, just, just doing it as it comes, you know. Hey, just, man. Uh, Couple of you know you, yeah you go through all the pain. I, I did couple so like, Marlboros, a couple Marlboros, and a couple shots uh, of Jack afterwards. You're on your way. I mi- I totally missed um, when he guest hosted Renee's podcast. Oh, like so I, just, I just never got around to it. It was and then insane. I listened to it and it was so good. And like, but him like someone asked him like, "Hey, does like has there ever been like time when Renee has been like mad at you for spots you took?" And he's like, "No, she." Trust me, she knows I'm a professional. Like it's my job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love I love his insights about uh, using Tiger's bomb. I just love him saying oral sessions. <laughs> oral sessions. Yeah, dude, so funny. Um, I I was really surprised to see Lance Archer win, though. I yeah, wasn't expecting yeah. it. The AEW will do that. You know, they're, they're good at dropping a good surprise on you every now and again. Well, mm. I think Lance Archer is gonna lose it in the the next match. Probably. I, I think maybe. they're taking that title back to Japan. I don't yeah. know. No, they're, no, no. It's is gonna that, be it's oh. it's gonna be the New Japan Strong title. Oh. New Japan Strong is like the U.S. show. That US makes show. sense. Like no, makes it's um, maybe I could see Hikuleo winning it, but I also I don't think so. I think unless Lance he's gonna be, be are we are we for a are we gonna get Lance against Brody King? Good and Brody King just fucking murders him, and then oh. And then we see Brody the, King on AEW television. Ooh. Oh. We Cali- wearing Calico Cup pants? Yeah. Um, <laughs> gotta give. Gotta give, dude. The Yeah, I don't know. It was, just, it was just a good brawl, good main event. Fucking, it, yeah. Which I guess, I mean, it is Texas, Texas deathmatch stipulation, but like, uh, is that the, the, you know, you're down for the 10 count. Yeah. Is, is how you lose your shit. Yeah. Which is just, it's funny because it's so counter to how a fucking title match works. Yeah. In, and, in any other given context. But, and, uh. Lance threw a human at Moxley, right? He threw yeah. a fucking quote unquote audience member at him. He used a man as a weapon. <laughs> That's tight. If you use a man as a weapon, you're a champion. Yeah. If you can use another man as a weapon, that's your belt now. Mm-hmm. And that was it, dude. That was Fighter Fest Night 2. Yeah. Uh, next week, uh, we got Cody versus uh, Malachi. Uh, yeah, the promo for it is Cody's side is all white and Malachi's is all black. So yeah, obvious. It's if, good versus evil. Dude, if Cody fucking win. If Cody wins, I will be upset. 
and I know he's gonna. I know he's gonna win, and I'm gonna be upset. Like I don't think he's. I think he's gonna lose. I think he's gonna lose, but um, I, I think that less than I should. If he wins, I'm taking a week or two off of AEW. I'm sorry, and I know that I'm sure that you know, like it's that thing of like, well, I'm never shopping here again. It's like, good, fuck off. Yeah, we don't need you here. But you know what? For me, I'm taking a break. If like, Cody wins, like, stop burying the new guys, coders. Quit. I don't know. So this is like this comes back. This kind of comes down to what I'm feeling when there's there's this news circulating, dude. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Can. He's, he's basically pen to paper with fucking AEW because they're gonna maybe they're gonna word on the streets and let him work in Japan. Yeah, and, same with fucking CM Punk. It's the biggest left news. Brian left WWE very quietly, right? He was in the middle of a story. He yeah, well, it was like post WrestleMania. He got his one on one match against Roman. It was a loser leaves town match. Oh, okay. Smackdown, and, and ev- everyone he was expecting him to like come back. Sure. Show up on Raw the next week or something. Yeah, yeah no. Well, no. I mean, no, it's contracting. Like, there's news out there that his contract legitimately had expired. Yeah, um, I guess I just wasn't privy to it. Yeah, so like, I I was expecting him to be gone, but uh, yeah, probably eventually come back. Yeah, or go do a short run somewhere else. Um, I guess we did talk about that a little bit. So, yeah. but yeah. AW AW is, is surprising to me, but like, it, when I think about it now, it, it's not in a way too. Like, he. He's set for life as far as money goes. Yeah. Like, he's good. His, and his wife reality, makes a lot of money. And also, <laughs> yeah, he can yeah. go back to WWE literally anytime. Yep. No matter, like, he's one of those ones that's like, no matter how pissed Vince is at, uh, if he goes to AEW, it doesn't matter the moment his AEW contract expires. Yeah. Right. Not at all. Water under the bridge. Um, he's set for life as far as money goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, like, and he's, but that's not what he's motivated by either. He's motivated by, like, wrestling. And I think he sees this as an opportunity to go do something new because there's nothing for him to do in WWE. I think that's, like, what this run really proved to me is, like, it's not his fault. It's because he's he's just done everything. Like, there's nothing left for him to do. It seems like AEW is also, you know, because it's a big thing for him, too, that he wants to go work matches in Japan. And he wants to be able to kind of have a little bit of flexibility to, to you know, as he's probably as he's in his later part of his wrestling in ring career, like for sure, the the ability to go just kind of check things off the list that he wants to go do, since he's been not able to, like I, AEW is it kind of makes the perfect sense, and like and it may be a similar thing with Punk or anything, but oh my god, I I feel like the more they're at this point for me that the more people that i've seen on wwe 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 tv debut on dynamite the the lesser the product is in my eyes where it's just like stop with all of these fucking new fucking signings do something with the people you have even though it's like of course i want but then there's that other half of my brain that wants to see these people in aew Uh, of course i want to see i want to see brian danielson at one thousand percent like absolutely i want him on like AEW, like just to see what it is, just to see what he does, just to see those matches. Like Brian versus Omega, get out of the mm-hmm. fucking town. Yeah. Um, and also even more so because that means G one tournament twenty twenty two, fucking Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson. Could, be, could be in it potentially. Yep. Um, that's that's what I want to see. I could care. I I don't give a shit about CM Punk. Like I've realized that. Like 
he's done what I need him to do in wrestling. <laughs> I I he I don't think like he was ahead of his time for the like, the worker he was and like the style and like huge influence. Like absolutely give him all the props in the world that he you know <laughs> stole all the stuff from Japan that no one was stealing yet <laughs> in America. Yeah. Um, and, and and did that like that he deserves all the credit in the world for all the contributions he does. He's one of the greatest of all time because of that stuff. Um, I thought, I think the wrestling world has like not only caught up to him, but passed him to such a degree that even if he was at the top of his game, he would still feel behind the times. And he feel like, and he's not going to be at the top of his game. Like I was thinking about that too. It's like, we're never going to, I don't, I, unless the story's there. And I know that, that it seems like he's talked about whatever would actually make him come back to wrestling is if obviously a paycheck was there, but also if, if the story felt right. And so I want to give faith that like, cause yeah, I agree in ring, he can't do anything that's going to fucking make it whatever worth, worth whatever they're honestly paying him to show up. It's, it's the fact that it's him and it's his story that he's carrying with him about his his legacy in wrestling that that is showing up to your your program. So I'm with you. It's like I'm not. I don't really. I'm not interested in watching him wrestle. I don't think there's going to be another build like where he had with Cena, you know, at, at SummerSlam. What was it? SummerSlam match? It was it Chicago. Money, like, money in the Bank. To, money to in 2011. The ba- yeah, that's what it was. Money in the Bank. Ten and, years. It's been ten years since that match. And it's just not gonna. There, that kind of energy for him in in the ring. I just can't see it happening but again aew fans are going to shit their pants yeah and it it's like this it's, is but it's this be is a two million however they're paying it's gonna be like a million two million dollar pop yeah and I, other than that what, and this what is, is it this is a bigger deal for punk and aew than it would be in wwe i think because all of the yeah. aew fans are lapsed cm punk fans like there are people that yeah. love punk. Well, and there's the story of like, there's like most recently with punk, you know, it's been lawsuits with WWE and stuff. So if he were to show up on WWE TV, it would feel a little bit like, okay, I guess you're resting on your laurels for, for a paycheck. And I honestly couldn't blame him for it. Yeah. But that AEW does have more of a, Oh, they haven't fucked him over or anything. Yeah. What kind of a feel like what I'm most curious about is what will happen when him and Colt see each other. <laughs> Um, that's what I care the most about is Cole Cabana, and I want him to like be okay with this rude man being there. I would love them to bury the hatchet. Um, maybe not rekindle a friendship, but I would. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I just if that's what Colt needs out of it for himself. I just then that's absolutely. I, I just want don't want him, Colt but. to be in a tumultuous work environment because. What I want for Cole is to break out of the Dark Order and do some mid-card stuff, you know? Like, I want him I mean, to honestly, do his own thing because I love Cole Cabana so much. And you know what they could do? They could have a program. Punk, that punk should, and Cabana. If, if that was because, Cabana going over in Chicago. Because everyone knows about the beef. Everyone. It was especially very clear. Dynam- especially AEW fans. Yeah. Like, that's who knows about it. Yeah. That would honestly if, if, be that would be that would be cool. If that's the program, Especially cool. if Colt comes in and like wins and they have good matches with each other and they are friendly to each other backstage and it's not like cuz 
CM Punk's an asshole. Like, after, yeah. like, I mean, CM Punk is the reason I watch wrestling. He's what hooked me. But after that Cole Cabana stuff, I was like, no, fuck off. Like, yeah, like I thought it was, bit. I thought it was funny when he was an asshole on Twitter. Um, all this stuff, but like being mean to legitimately one of the nicest human beings in wrestling, don't like fuck yeah. off. Well, I mean, fun reminder to that. I something I found out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so CM Punk has a a massive home in Chicago. Uh-huh. It's mm-hmm. gaudy. It's honestly one of the worst designed homes I've ever seen. Oh. I saw pictures of it. Um, it's baffling. Um, he he does rent space to a tattoo shop. Which is only one tenant, but CM Punk's a landlord. Mm-hmm. Jesus, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? He, he lives in this? Are you looking at the that, that trash disaster? And the, the tattoo shop is under his house. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Wait, it's this house CM that Punk's looks house? like a corporate office? It He's looks very... like something out of fucking Gotham City. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. He's a fucking comic book dork. Yeah, but That's it looks true. like something out of like a car- like a villain who would be named like I don't know, insane man. Right. Yeah, no, this looks this is a Lex Luthor ass home, but also like I fucking am such a sucker for natural light and those windows are amazing. That's true. But, but, yeah, but, that like, is hideous. Yeah, like the only the only thing that like I like you'd hope that it, if it if they're working together, I and that Colt gets whatever closure he needs out of it, first and foremost. Um, and that if they do a program that maybe it could be something like a better version of the Matt Hardy Edge story. Like, where it's like, mm. these guys, you, they don't have to like each other. Or they Matt don't... Hardy and Christian, you mean? No, no Matt Hardy like, and Edge. Back in the Matt day. Matt Hardy and Edge. After, back in the day. Oh, after oh, yeah, after they swapped the partners day. or whatever. Gotcha, gotcha, after, gotcha. Yeah, after Lita left uh, Hardy for Edge. You know, like... There's that whole storyline where, and Matt Hardy got fired. They brought him back. Right. Also, they, like, if you want to know her side of the story, listen to her on Renee's podcast because yeah, it's great, it great. And she was never able to tell it, like, mm. or she was never able. She'd never. WWE fans don't know her side, and yeah, yeah so no, it's interesting. It, it's yeah, cool. WWE was never interested in telling it. It mm. sounds like. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I listened to that one too. I just like got caught up on a ton of them, <laughs> but um, uh, and. But, like, I hope that it would be something like that where it's like, man, they don't have to like each other, but, like, they understand that it's, like, this is money for both of us. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, Brett, the best thing, Brett, the best Brett thing, and Sean, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best thing CM Punk could honestly do to make himself not seem like such an asshole is, is help put fucking money in Cole Cabana's pocket. Yeah. Because clearly trying to take it and, all out of it. Yeah. Yeah, and, the, like, the ultimate thing to do is whenever they have a pay-per-view in Chicago. Yeah. Like, um. Which is build. like that's that's their home, right? I mean, that's where yeah. all all in, all out, fucking happened. That's where it all started. That's the home of pro wrestling. Tease those those garbage dorks. people, uh, those absolute dork garbage men. Um, like and just like build to that. Have that like have that match be there. Have Cabana go over and like like really really like capitalize on making some goddamn money off that thing mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. shirts like have a million different shirts <laughs> yeah like yeah go full just have a full blowout because like have, people will the, the more they put into shirts. it the more people will yeah, yeah. The they could have the top 10 shirts on pro wrestling tees in a month oh yeah they like release 10 designs just about that match <laughs> yeah like Easily. no i'm not 
even joking, like they absolutely would. Like I would buy they, one. Yeah, they will. They will sell as many, like as they want. Yeah. So like Dude. just yeah, just like if Punk wants to make amends, even if they're not going to be friends, that's the way you make amends. Is like help help this dude out put him put him over and put money in it, in his pocket yeah yeah well that's the the world of wrestling you want to answer some questions from our friend blurk i love answering questions from our friend blurk emma we love you okay yes what's scarier being trapped in the middle of the ocean or trapped in space oh i love this question i love this question i've thought about it i've thought about it before i'd rather because what it comes down to, mm-hmm. to me, I've thought about this question, is where would I rather die? Because that's what's happening. I'd rather die in the middle of space. Same. I'm more scared uh, of the ocean and sea creatures. Like, I I want to die in the ocean. I either want to get die. I either want to die being eaten by a bear, or I want to die in the middle of the ocean. That's that's like what I want. Part of me thinks that when I'm ready to go, I'm bear. I'm gonna row my boat into the middle of the ocean and just let the sharks take me away when I'm like 80. I like that idea. I've thought about that too. Uh, <laughs> it's like when I die, just toss me out in the fucking wilderness. Oh, let yeah. someone eat me before well, my meat goes bad. I want people to eat me. I want to be cooked and eaten, but no one... Wait, by people? Yes. No one respects my wishes, so just toss me into the ocean. Don't fucking pay any money. Don't give me a gravestone. Just toss me. Just let me go back from whence I came. I'm with you. I'm with you. But I guess at a certain point, it becomes a question of, like, is people pollution? <laughs> but, uh, and we have to answer that before we can do that. But I would love to just drift off in space, maybe see a planet. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Fucking hell yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I like space. Me too. There's, there's like, literally, my, I have a UFO tattoo. Like, <laughs> I can see it right there. Like right there. <laughs> um... What's the best one-hit wonder of the 2000s? Of the 2000s? Yeah. Mm. The first one that came to my mind was Stacy's Mom by Fountains of Wayne. But I think that that, that might have been a more personal thing for me. Yeah. That's I a mean, very, very good song, though. Yeah. That is a like, big, that's a good one. Like, the, the subject matter and how goofy that song is, like, I think people, like, oh, man, I can't think of the guy's name, but he just died, like, yeah, last year. Yeah. Um, but, like, that wrote that song, like... It's a phenomenal, like, melody. Yeah. Like, it's, it's wild how good that, pop, like, that hook is mm-hmm. for that song. Um, okay, Mambo uh, Number no. 5 came out in 1999, so that's not, that no, doesn't count. No, no. Yeah, that does not count. Uh, I shouldn't think of any other ones. I mean, it's a little weird, because they, they had a couple songs, but none were, like... And this song's super cheesy, but uh, "Over My Head" cable car by the Frey. Oh God! Oh, the Frey, the ca- Frey, yeah, the catchy ass song. Uh, but see, this thing—I don't even know if I could call that a one-hit wonder because they had a few. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I guess they had a couple. Yeah, like, but. um, I uh, there's an Ooh, argument. Take me out by Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> oh, take me out by Franz Ferdinand would, would potentially be one of the biggest. Yeah, there's an argument for Milkshake by Kellis. Mm-hmm. I don't think she had any other big ones. It still brings all the hits. boys to the yard, though. Um, oh, man, I had a couple that just popped in my head. And uh, right back out. Is, oh, um, is, I mean, Godier is um, God damn. wild how big that song is. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he didn't he's like, have to suck me off. Is that that one? Or is that a different <laughs> yeah, that one. one? Okay. No, that one. Yeah. They, uh, I mean, like, 
they got beat by like some of their like records for being on the Billboard charts by like Lil Nas X. Like <laughs> that that song was gigantic. Um, what about uh, God? Uh, was the Modest Mouse hit? Was that their only like big that's big hit? hit? Like that's what yeah, like float on yeah um, yeah. That's their only hit for sure. It's just weird because they're like. They were already such a like yeah that was like their like band. fifth album or something right yeah like that was like their fifth album it's not a very it's not a especially beloved album by their no. by their actual fans like and then they also got shitty after that like <laughs> yeah oh dude you know you know who lived and exists solely in the early two thousands is fucking James Blunt that's true did he have another bi- a, another he- song besides You're Beautiful. No. Okay, uh, that could I, be a thing. That, that, that could be. Up. That's a, there's an argument for that. Mm. There's an argument for that one. Um, With Daniel Powder. Daniel He's, Powder, because you had a bad day, right? Nahim? Yeah, oh. those songs were out at the exact same time. I love that Dude. song. Had Jet? a bad day. Jet. Oh, well, they had two hits. They did have two hits. Uh, but the darkness. Oh, the darkness might be mm. it. Oh, yeah. love. That's that's it. That is my number one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay, that's it. The darkness. <laughs> We okay, out. we came to a consensus. We, we basically just did like a mini bracket right there. <laughs> just talking yeah. through all those contenders. Um, what's more satisfying, breaking a light tube or smashing a glass vase? Oh, I've never personally smashed a glass vase. I have absolutely smashed light tubes. Damn. And it's fun as shit because they just explode into dust. Mm. A vase I would feel... Because I associate more uh, cost yeah. to a vase, yeah. I think it might, in certain circumstances, make that more satisfying. Yes. But I could also, if I did it on accident at someone's house, I would feel like shit. If I actually yes. busted a light tube at someone's house, I'd be like, no one step on this. We'll clean it up. But no no one's really worse for wear. Yeah. 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 Also, who let the dogs out by the Baja? Uh, that, is our, that is the biggest one. Like, that is the most popular. That is the most selling. But the question was, what's the best? That's true. And You're it's right. the darkness. The <laughs> it's the darkness. You're right. Um, yeah, I've never done either. Um, so I would say a light tube. I'd love to feel breaking a light tube over someone's back. Before, I, before I'd gotten back into wrestling or anything, that was like one of the kind of fun sort of shitty teenage things to do around Caldwell's. We would just ride our bikes and a lot of times people would throw them out, you know, yeah. in like dumpsters or whatnot. Or you, I think you have to get rid of them in a special way so they'd be outside of the dumpsters. Yeah. Mm. Just go behind a fucking, you know, go behind a whatever shop it was in an alleyway and just fucking bash them against like the ground and they explode into the fucking dust. Yeah. I I might be able to source some light tubes for us to have some fun. Okay. Yeah, they're fun because, to smash. I mean, I'd replace them. I replaced them a lot at work and. Mm-hmm. They burn out. They burn out. What I've heard is the cheaper ones are better to break. Probably. Probably. Um, and then they sent. Then she sent us a TikTok of I'm guessing a dude singing Creed. Okay. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the show. We're done. That's it. We're done here. That's it. We're fucking done. Thank you for indulging us. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Um. Thank you for being you. Yeah. You know Thank I mean? you for being a friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good song. Golden Girls Rocks. Um, yeah. So I said more than what I normally say. So <clears throat> let's rewind. That's the show. Thank you all for listening. 
pause for the Happy Rusev Day. Um, and WrestleBoys316 says, Is people pollution? Something to ponder. Your time is up, my time is now, now. You can't see me, my time is now, now. It's the franchise where I'm shining now, now. You can't see me, my time is now. In case you forgot or fell off, I'm still hot. Knock your shell off. My money stacked fat, plus I can't turn the swell off. The franchise doing big business. I live this, it's automatic. I win this, so you hear those horns, you finish. A soldier, and I stay under you fighting. Plus I'm storming.